You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 543. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. Hello, everyone. Hey. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by 23andMe, Hims, and Robin Hood. I'm Gus. I'm Chris. 10 years. I'm also 10 years. And I'm still Gus, 10 years older. It's the 10th anniversary. It's the 10th anniversary. It's the 10th anniversary. So explain that. Why do you, why do you point to your head when you say 10? Because it's got a tin foil hat. There's no such thing as tin foil. What are we in the 1930s? Where's this, this, this is tin foil. I went out of my way to find tin foil. It's aluminum foil. Feel it. Does that feel like aluminum foil to you? Can it you doesn't, doesn't. It doesn't feel like tin either. It feels like plastic, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> kind of tin. It's a noise that tin makes. Do we still have the boxes, Eric? Uh, somewhere. Contains huh. no tin. Could I keep this for an ASMR video after the after the show? Sure. I don't know. Christian Maris, quick. What? Oh. Periodic table of elements. Uh, what is the atomic symbol for tin? Uh, uh, uh tin? No. Tin, uh, <laughs> P. <laughs> Wait, you are correct. It is P. Is it it's one, P. It's a weird one, right? It's, it's like, a weird one. That's why, yeah. that's why I asked. Ellie. No, that's lead. Um, no, that's that's not lead. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie. That's it. Yeah, what is it, Gus? Is it SN? It's SN. As, as far as I recall, it's SN. Hey. Tin foil hat for Tin oil cats. Fats for cats for cats. Okay, hold on. Let me see here. Please replace after six weeks. Who's gonna Who's gonna <laughs> put this on their cat for that long? We have a we have a model cat right here. So what I heard about that cat? Dumps the cat. Get, Gus has this like uh, little <laughs> stuffed cat. It dumps has been on the podcast before with you. You can address him by name. This has a lot of weird, weird warnings on it. Do not leave <laughs> pet unattended with the hat. Yeah, you don't want to do that. This product is for cats only. Mm -hmm. don't put, do not put it on the dog. But these are different. That's a cat It one. also says, do yes. not use on Siamese cats ever, really. <laughs> like, why not? What's up with Siamese cats? Their chakras are aligned at a 45 degree angle. <laughs> My head they feels- can, It blocks their satellite you can, you can think clearly, right? No, my head feels warmer. Well, you know, you know whenever they have like emergencies, they give you like foil, foil, uh, blankets. blankets so, they do. You know, I had a couple of those. I, I initially went to just buy foil hats for us. And, uh, after I bought them on Amazon, it was like, related products, foil hat for cat. Well, I fucking gotta get that You too. gotta get something for dumps. Yeah. <laughs> it says it's blocked dog ESP. I just spit big time when I said that, by the way. Like, <laughs> you spit. I can't tell if this actually, there's no ingredients or like materials. There's it says no in way. big letters, tin foil tin, hat for cats. Tin foil hat, though, they're probably saying is like a category of hat. Like you got your tin foil hat on. It, if someone accidentally spits on you, but then they don't acknowledge it, is it weird to acknowledge it? For you to say, hey, you just spit on me? Yeah, or it's like they're just having, you know, and they're not like intentionally spitting on you. Is Did it I like spit on you? No, 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 but Bernie said, oh, I just spit. And you acknowledged it. You didn't even spit on anyone. I would never have known. But Barbara, I'm gonna throw this over to you. <laughs> Since I think I've spit on Barbara well, like a thousand times in the last ten years. I think the problem is, is that I'll acknowledge it just by laughing silently like, over what? here. <laughs> because the great thing is, if you're talking to me, you'll spit on me. Gavin will see you spit on me. I'll feel it, and you'll just keep talking. So we're over here laughing as you're just continuing on. It's an audio podcast, so we can't we can't continue with that. Um, can I go? Can I go through a, a, a very, even though I said it's an audio podcast, a decidedly un-audio bit? Sure, we have something, something to bring out after you tell the story. Oh, okay. I hope this is okay to talk about. I hope it's not. About a month and a half ago. Six weeks for our international viewers. They redesigned <laughs> our entrance to the oh, complex. Yeah. 
What? Who designed that? Why is it that way? It is the worst. I know why it's that way. What? Explain why it's that way. It's because so the gate had such a far but distance why? to close and open, so it would oftentimes, right, got, while it was closing, I it have would a stop or break. I'm, I'm going to attempt to draw this. Fucking still talking. I have, I, look, I'm going to wait till he's done drawing. No, no, you keep going. Yeah, okay, here's so, the problem. I get that. Yeah. Why did they cut it off on the left? You come up to scan, Let's you scan, this. and Let's then you have to go this. to the right. I don't know. All right. Well, they couldn't have Here's cut it deal. off on the other side. Got the microphone. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't audio friendly. Immediately turns the microphone away. <laughs> and I bust out a whiteboard, too. All right, so here's the deal. Why are you drawing it that way? Because it's you go up into the complex. Uh, you want to draw it like this? So you're drawing the gate. It seems easier for... Yeah. Is everyone okay with the orientation of the whiteboard before I begin? For our audio listeners, we're going portrait instead of landscape. Mm, I think Samsung has a TV that can effectively show this now. Okay, here's the road out here. Whoop. This is the road that you come in on. Then our driveway comes in up to the gate, okay? Our gate is a fence. Now it's a fence where this is fence, and then this is moving gate. That's what that is. That's the symbol for moving gate. So, I'll put a little, let's say D&D &D symbol, so use door. <laughs> okay. So the thing that's comes a, in like this. Door. So this is the road, and this is two lanes. So your car comes here. The card reader is on the left side over here. This is where you get in. That's where you swipe in. You gotta swipe because we have a very secure facility here. Yeah. Then this side. If so, you don't swipe in five seconds, the sniper sticks so you out. So if you're listening to audio, on the left side, that's where the card reader is. On the right side, that's the side of the gate that opens. So you gotta pull up here, swipe your card, it opens. Then you gotta pull over to the right. But that wasn't enough for them to misdesign this thing. Then they've got this entire inside lane here is all striped off like this. Right. So you're not supposed well, to drive there. On top you're of not that, supposed to park there's there. There's an arrow that directs you from the swipe directly over the over the the striped area. The, like this just don't don't come here. Right. Late. It's like the arrow says after you swipe, go this way to the do not enter area. You're not supposed to park there. And that you're not supposed to park there. And then to make it even worse, this is the uh Everything's got slashes. This is the uh, little pad that you have to land on in order to open the gate going right. out. So then you got to go through the stripe here. Get it's just the worst design. It's awful. It's like I don't know. I don't know who these guys. Assume it's guys that uh, they built this gate and they redid it. What point did they go? Yeah, we're done. This is good enough. You know what I mean? Somebody must have looked at it and go, "This is completely wrong," because it's not intuitive in maybe, any way whatsoever. Maybe just one side of the gate broke, and they were like, "Let's just make it seem like it was purposeful." Which side broke? Going in or going out? The left side of the gate going in broke, so only the right side opens. Chris, it's one gate. Well, we have only it one used to be a long gate, a long gate, long gate, and it, <laughs> long would, gate. And it would it would go all the way across. But now they were like, "Ah, eh, this thing breaks too much. Let's just make half of it a fits. shorter distance to open and close." <laughs> right. Someone in chat, who is this? Samuel Albera says, Bernie's wearing a tinfoil hat and scribbling garbage on a whiteboard <laughs> in the wrong orientation. I can't help but think this was a natural progression of things after 10 years. Yes, it is. This is where we ended up. This is where we ended up. Next Quality up, the government. <laughs> Give me some red strings. I'm going to need red strings and thumbtacks. Well, instead of red strings and thumbtacks, we have something a little different. What do we got? Uh, you got that thing you want to bring up? Where is it? Eric's going to bring it over. Now, listen, I want to point out something else, too, before Eric brings this out. You guys, this was supposed to be the Steak Off podcast. Oh, In oh, addition to it, eight, eight, you say? eight minutes. Seven minutes. That was eight minutes. That was eight minutes in. Did I, did I get it? One. What happened? We had a pool going to see how long it would take you to bitch about not being the Steak Off podcast yeah, this week. Yeah, of course. Shane. Shane. Shane, you win. How much did you get? He's getting money. 
Seventy-one dollars. Seventy-one dollars. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yes. I like that he reached up to pull the gym down. He's <laughs> got his reverse there. So, Shane, I got my eye on you now. You're in the crosshairs, just so you know. I, to be fair, I bet that you would say it as Gus was introing the show. Who was it? Hey, throw him under the bus. That's what, that's what I thought. Yeah. Nicholas, who was it that what, when we went to the live show downtown? I walked in and they were complaining about me when I walked in. I just stood behind them complaining about me, not ordering food or something. I forget who it was though. I mean, I didn't forget. They're breaked in my brain. Who, who guys, who was that? <laughs> I walked in, they go, why is there no food? It's like, because Bernie didn't answer his slacks. And I was like, oh, it was, it was, <laughs> there we go. That's I right think it was answer. Brian. He's not here. They starved to death. All right. Uh, so, uh, so you're, you're complaining about the steak off, but we were bringing this out before, what is that? Uh, before that. What Who the was that? fuck is I that? I remember tonight. Oh my god. That's awesome. Is this awesome. a cake for me? Wow. What, what does it say? It's a big Thanks old for fear. 10 long years. <laughs> Thanks for 10, it's a big dick cake. <laughs> Thanks for 10 long With years. With a hand holding it. It's not a Where? long dick though. Where's the hand? You see the, the white hand? Oh yeah. Is that string cheese? Yes. It's oh, there it cheese. is. Wow. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what this is. That's a present. You never got a present I've before. never gotten a present <laughs> Who, is in my life. Who is that from? <laughs> That's from us. That's from, from uh, us Rock. to you. Wow. Who made that cake? Did y'all record? Who, what does a bakery yeah, did make? Yeah, you go to a bakery for that cake. Oh yeah, I had like, to, like a call around, and there's a place. Yeah, they, like bachelorette parties. Bakery. Bachelorette parties. Oh, that's true. It says Rooster Teeth. It's a sign. It says Rooster Teeth Podcast 10th Anniversary, celebrating two decades of podcast. It's three Yay. now because we're over 10 years. It's almost three. It'll be three in 2020. What? No, because here's why. We started in 2008. Correct. That's one decade. Then now we're in the teens. Correct. So that's the second decade. Yep. You're but right. we're over 10 years, so we've started our third decade. Over 10 years is the second decade. That's three decades. I just rattled off. In 2020, it'll be three decades. Three decades. We're in our third decade. Three decades is still uh, over two decades. That's no. beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. That's a lot of thinking for, because it's like 10 years, two decades. It makes no sense. What are you going to do with that sign? We're going to put it up somewhere. Put it, probably put it uh, on the set back, back over there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, too many, not enough. We're all in agreement though, Chris. It's too many podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's too many. It's a lot of podcasts. At what point did it become too many? Uh, five. You think five years? No, five podcasts. So <laughs> 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 five. I think that's, is that when I took over? You did the first few. You did. I did like the first six. Okay. Something like that. Number and six. And they, they were also way more intermittent when I did them. By mm -hmm. you doing them, you mean like audio mixing and stuff? Yeah. I would edit them and everything. We yeah. can set up yeah. the mics and corral everyone to... To do it, I, can't I did the first let's play too. Really? What else first things did you do, Richard? Remember, pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are you going to be the first to eat a dick? <laughs> I would not be the first person <laughs> in this company to eat eat a dick. <laughs> I would not be. Is there a vein on that? Yes. I want the vein. Give me the vein. No. Here's... I Wait. can't. I can't partake. Not because it's dick shaped. Chris, uh, do you want dark meat or white meat? <laughs> <laughs> I want dark meat. But what's that weird? What's that weird? Um, Little, like, I think it's vein. supposed to be the thumb. Is that a vein? What that, is... That's a thumb, and those are fingers oh. holding onto the. So if you look at the like top, sort of there's weird four gross. fingers on the other side. I thought it was string cheese. Why is there a single cupcake? <laughs> oh, thank you. If, if you want You're the white version, is it carb free? Uh, do you want uh, head, shaft, or balls? Head. That's the, the dark meat. Most sensitive area. <laughs> I'm gonna oh God, I can't watch this. Oh. Gus is cutting his <laughs> You're a boy now. Worst circumcision ever. <laughs> Missed completely. What is it? Chocolate or vanilla? It looks like chocolate. 
I'm going to take a little bit of liberties with somebody else's social media presence, if I may. Because usually I leave, we tend to leave people in the company alone with their social media stuff. Uh-huh. Is it Gavin, Gavin did a thing on Twitter that I noticed where he made a circumcision joke, and I still can't remember what the hell Thank it you. was. Maybe it was something he did in a video. And he got called out, like, the, the guy with an agenda who was very anti- Circumcision went after Gavin about it saying you can't joke about these things and Gavin was like no I can you can joke about whatever you want to it doesn't mean I agree with it But then he then dealt with this problem where pro circumcision people saying yeah Gavin's right circumcision isn't bad He's like I'm not saying that I'm not pro circumcision I'm just He's saying just I can make, make jokes joke. about things that are counter to my own beliefs <laughs> I can tell I can also read through it all to Gavin. It's like why did I get involved? Right it's like <laughs> you, after, after a point you're like you get no value out of it. You're just arguing with people on the internet Why did I get But then you're engaged? stuck in there because then if you stop responding they're like, oh, well, I guess you have nothing else to say about this So I, I want you. the argument. And it's like very true. <laughs> I just don't want to keep engaging very you. true or, But or I will say this it somehow happens with comedy a lot and I think we've talked about it before is that comedy is based in dark stuff it's based in stuff that's conflict-based. It's like there's nothing funny. There's no sitcom about a guy who's got a great life and lives in a big house and has lots of money. That's just not funny. You know, a guy who's struggling, you know, like always sunny, people who, people who are just like dealing with conflict. That's funny. So that's, that's darkness. It's just when comedians get around to your particular neck of the woods of human darkness, then you get offended. But mm -hmm. you're fine laughing. Like I used Red versus Blue is an example. We talk about this. Those characters are all idiots. They all have these horrible traits, every single one of them. But like Caboose is probably, arguably, the funniest character in the show, you know, at a least on, on paper. Uh, he's, a, he's a fucking idiot. Being an idiot is like, everyone laughs, like, oh, it's so funny, he's such a dumbass. Being, being a stupid person is like, it's, it cripples your whole life. Believe you know me. I mean? Believe <laughs> me. It's a bad thing. And if you, were, if you were dumb and knew you were dumb, it would, be, it would be a hardship in your life. But it's one of those things you can make light of it, and it's funny. Doesn't yeah. mean we think people should be stupid, you know? It doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't play in the same way. I would so agree. Don't get offended when people get around to your neck of the woods of human suffering, you know. That's always the best uh best podcast material, conflict. Oh jeez. Mm -hmm. Getting mad or arguing about something. You know, one of the reasons No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good good one, Chris. One of the reasons why I wanted uh to move the podcast closer to the end of the workday so that people could come and air their grievances with each other on the podcast. Because I think that's actually very therapeutic to be able to do that. I like the fact that we work in a in an office or a workplace where people can go on camera and yell at each other the way I've always wanted to yell at people that I've worked with, and I know they want to yell back at me. And it's like we can do that here, and it's like then you can just walk away and mm -hmm. be everyone's okay. What are your grievances with us? I haven't. I don't. I, I don't really have any. I think I air them on a regular basis. Yeah, so uh, every Monday up. between five and six thirty Central Time. Uh, Gus could probably name my grievances with him more than I could. At this point, maybe yeah. Yeah, I, I know when they're coming. I mean, we knew to be ready for your steak bitching. Um, <laughs> he didn't even bitch about it though. He just mentioned that we were supposed to do it. Here's what it I coming. thought it was a ruse. Hmm. I did. I thought it was a ruse. I thought you guys were trying to pull a fast one because I'm the two-time steak champion, and I thought that you and Eric got together and were like conspiring hats. Conspiring. <laughs> they called me. They, were, they texted me this weekend. Did I respond to that text, Eric? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah you got back to me on yeah. whatever I sent you. Yeah, there you go. You're welcome. Go fuck yourself. So, I thought they were conspiring to say the the stake-off was not going to happen, and I was going to show up here with no entry. And they're like, here you go. So that Gus steak. could finally win, by default. the two best words. Default. <laughs> by default. <laughs> um, so I, I was, I was going to say, if, uh, if people like the podcast, they can, uh, come to RTX, where we do a live version of the podcast, in front of, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a big audience. So that's happening this summer, July 57th, and we actually 
uh, just started a thing where it's not going to be promoted anywhere else. But if you're a podcast listener or podcast viewer, we actually have a, a special code you can use for 15% off. Oh, there it is. They already got it. 15% off of uh, weekend badges. So July 5th to 7th, come down, see us. And uh, we, we're not going to be wearing the hats there. We should. Tell you what, if you come to Austin for RTX, I want you to take pictures with two things. That fucking door that's still under construction at the airport. <laughs> people, send, people send me photos of that door all the time. And also, go and go to see our gate and see this stupid fucking setup. And take, take do a, not do that. Take do a not come to the office. You can go to the gate and take a picture with the big stage five. People do that all the time. As long as you stay outside the gate. Right, the gate, you can't because, get in the I mean, gate, don't, be, dis- in there don't be disappointed. It's a confusing gate, too, so it's... <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. Maybe that's what it is, outside. extra security. It's like, people can't <laughs> figure out how to get in, then, you know, then, then we're then safe. Then it's trapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually just filmed a, a promo video for RTX today. Oh, I've got a grievance about that. Why? Because you're what? not in it? I am oh. in it. Oh. <laughs> the script be. had me playing, quote-unquote, old man, <laughs> and I thought, oh... I'll show up and they'll have wardrobe for me, or they're gonna have makeup like a great wig or something. No, just you. They just had me in my regular clothes with no makeup, <laughs> playing old man. <laughs> I was kind of insulting because I was like, "They're like, okay, we're ready for you guys." They're like, "Oh, are you?" Oh, am I? oh okay. We're just okay. We're doing. To be this. fair, we did change the script to say adult instead of old man because <laughs> everyone else is supposed to be playing kids. Like we had Chris and Blaine and Jessica and Chad playing kids. And then everyone else in the office looks older than them anyway, so it I worked got, out. I got injured. Chris did get injured today um, like, during the uh, set. It was one of the most painful injuries I've ever had on a set. Really? Yeah. I do, a, do you think you maybe you got a concussion? No. Because that's a very damaging injury. Why don't, you, why don't you tell Bernie how you got the I injury? I got potato in my eye. <laughs> you got potato in your eye? Go on. You, wait, like wait, wait. Do you want to guess, guess at this? Let me think about this. I, I've read the script. <laughs> So, but I'm going to take a wild guess that Chris was looking very closely at a tater tot, and then he got a chunk of it in his eye. Yeah, close. <laughs> really? It was. It was a. Uh, it was just a raw on just a. You know what do you call? What do you just call a big potato? Just you a just call it a potato. A potato. Just, <laughs> I, don't, I just. I don't have. We're not on a first name basis. Uh, anyway, a Cooper. So, so I had a potato, and I was uh, like balancing it on my forehead, in between. Takes or I don't know. It might actually be. I think take. it was during a take. And a piece of the potato, I guess a potato like flake, potato fell flake. off. Like you know, it has like dirt and dirt, like dust on. It wasn't it. a potato, okay. guys. It was a big potato. Uh, it it was a really big potato. A big potato. Flake. It somehow fell off and hit me in the eye. And I've had stuff. Everyone gets stuff in their eye. This was in my eye for like thirty. I, we had to like shut down the production. We had to I, change shots and everything to get because I couldn't get this potato out of my eye. <laughs> Well, maybe we thought just we were had, gonna lose you for the day. I did too. I was like, I remember, I was like are, are flushing you, my eye with water, trying to get this potato flake out of my eye, and thinking it's not getting out. Are, it's stuck. Are, are you flake. sure you got it out? Because potatoes can grow anywhere. Like, no. what if you start to see like a little <laughs> leaf start to sprout out? Oh like, God. what if it got in there? Did, was this an urban legend about the kid who stuck the bean up his nose and it started to sprout? I heard that about did watermelon. You hear that? Watermelon. Oh, watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard that. I re- yeah, yeah. You swallow. Yeah. Was well, there a Russian dude who had a fir tree growing in his lung? Yes. That's true, right? Yes. That's fuck. That's scary. Yeah, like breathing pollen, and he had a fir tree that started to grow in his lung. Ugh. That's pretty wild. Pretty fucking wild. Because the human body is just. Where would you want to grow terrifying. plants? In my yard. No, yes, no, no. On your body. In your body. Somewhere on your. You have to create up a little garden somewhere. Oh, I would do like the little get. 
gap right here in the shoulder, shoulder like in the gap. clavicle right up here. You just put some dirt and some water, get like a little pecan tree and like reach out. Pecan reach tree. Pecan. <laughs> but they'd be little pecans that yeah. size. I mean, this is already called a bush. <laughs> so, just, nice. just uh, deflower or reflower. Oh, not even better. Yeah. A lot of uh, innuendos could be yeah, used. Yeah. yeah, it would just grow like a little like rose garden in my vagina bush. I go. wonder if you could do that thing. I've always wanted to have one of those lawns like at a ballpark where they mow it and then they take a roller and they roll stripes into it. They just, if you go yeah. opposite direction and it makes that cool, like it looks like a striped lawn. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you could do that with your pubes. Like if you could just like roll one direction Ooh. and then roll the other. You, if you I mean, could. you'd have to be probably pretty wide and thick. Grass grows straight and pubes curl. What are people doing out there with pubic hair these days, Chris? You're, you're, you're single. Anybody know. like doing dye like like different stripes and stuff like that? Like frosted Name tips? It. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Never seen frosted tips. Uh, I've seen... <laughs> when you go down there, it's like you're kissing Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Flavor Town, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen uh, hearts, like heart-shaped bush. Like really? A, yeah. Seems like a lot of effort. That's not where the heart is, though. Home is where the heart oh, is. Yeah. So a big thing when I was Good. No, dating, no, no. when I was in college, no, was girls would go to tanning salons. I don't think that's a big thing anymore. But they go to tanning salons, and then they would get they put stickers on, and then they get the very specific tan, like the one little patch of tan. Oh line. yeah, because the tanning salon was so they wouldn't have any tan lines. Right. But then they had this one little patch where it was. It, what would you think was the number one thing? Heart. Probably heart. No. Butter. No. This is like late <sighs> night, early oh, mid nineties, late nineties. Yeah. Gross. Peace sign. Playboy bunny. That was oh, the big thing. Wow. That was, and in fact, we had a friend uh, that we knew that did a lot of business with Playboy mm -hmm. as a company, and he told us that you know, it's a huge publishing empire, the Playboy publishing. I just wanted to pause because Gus was I'm like, dying. <laughs> "I'm dying." Gus I got was cake in my nose or something. <laughs> he got potato I got, I, got, I got dick in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> it, could, it could start growing in your lung. <laughs> you <laughs> won't have a fetus in here. <laughs> you got a little dick. <laughs> but uh, he told us, like mid two thousands, late two thousands, the biggest part of their business because everything had declined with publishing. The biggest part of their business was licensing the Playboy Bunny. Still, that that thing that was huge. Yeah, for like car stuff and. Air fresheners Clothing, and I'm probably sure. condoms. I'm sure the Playboy condom. I've seen the out there Playboy somewhere. bunny on like so many like women's hoodies and t-shirts and stuff like that too. Yeah, but most know. of it looks unlicensed. Like you always look at it and it's like that's not quite right. Yeah, like, something's the off. The shape's a little off. It doesn't look like that. Yeah, we just got as a gift. We got a uh, Hobbs. It's like yeah. a stuffed what? Hobbs, like oh, from like Calvin, Calvin Hobbs. Hobbs? Yeah. And I got this thing in my house. And I'm like, I know this is unlicensed. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. Not. But it. Normally that's okay. They could like bought it at a flea market and somebody crafted up a little Hobbs. But this is clearly manufactured, bought off a store shelf somewhere. And it's like, I just don't know why that IP in particular, nobody cares. Even though it's so beloved, nobody cares that it's just being ripped off. Yeah, I don't know. People are weird about that. People are weird. Like their shit gets stolen. Whistled. You can't they, get it. You can't. And this, that one's especially hard because you can't get it legally any other way. They no, right. Any license. So they just want it and they don't care that they right. that it's being, you know, mm -hmm. unlicensed. Because it's not like, you know, they're taking, he's not like losing revenue from his licensed products. He's just not doing licensing right. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it, so it's, but that's weird to me. It's like when that stuff happens. Like I was, I shut my mouth about the whole PUBG Fortnite thing when that was going on because people just didn't seem to care at all, mm -hmm. you know? That Fortnite was like, yo, yeah, this is a really cool game. Let's just do that instead of our PVE game. But it was free, and it was on the PS4, so it was like, it's fine. Man, I've, I've been looking at uh, player base numbers 
watching like Apex Legends shoot up and then shoot down. And then Fortnite kind of peaked. It seems like Fortnite's already peaked and it's kind of starting to peter down a little bit. And PUBG never got as big as Fortnite, but it's been very consistent. Do you know what's mm. gotten you know what's gotten uh big in my house again is with the kids, is they're playing Minecraft again. Oh, they're really? like circling back around to Minecraft. I think there was like an update or something like There's that. There's also but, the nostalgia thing. Where that game will not die. Miss not, certain yeah. games. Now that they finally removed Notch from it, everyone's <laughs> getting yeah. back in with <laughs> supporting it again. Do you do VR stuff, Barb? I have in the past, but I don't have any setup at my place, so. Dude, I got this VR game. I, I got it for Teddy because it was top rated on <laughs> VR. And Teddy's, Teddy's in the room. We set it up like in the living room, mm -hmm. the one that's on the right when you go in my house. It's he's in there and he's fucking flailing around. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, this is really cool. And like, he took off the headset and he was all red and sweaty and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, this is really cool. It's like Beat Saber. It's like a really active game. I yeah, feel not so exercise. bad for letting him play this for like 30, 40 minutes straight. And uh, and I was like, let me check it out. It's a medieval game. It's called Blade and Sorcery. Holy shit. That game is ridiculous. What makes it ridiculous? Is it just like you're fending off yourself? From so you basically pick up like, any weapon. Anybody here play this? Want to jump on the sidecar? Beat Anybody saber? here? So you can pick up literally any weapon. And it's VR, so you have your hands, and it's your first-person perspective, or whatever that means in VR. You know, you, you're in this thing. And you can pick up, like, a sword in this hand, a shield in this hand, or a two-handed battle axe, or, like, two daggers, or a bow and arrow, or you can turn your hands into, like, lightning and stuff like that. But that. it's just basically just, like, you're in an arena, and enemies come at you, and you just fucking just, like, stab them. Like, glork! Like, right in the stomach, or whatever. Or they come at you with a weapon, you can block it or whatever, and then hack off their leg or something like that. You're not playing this game anymore! And then I played it for, like, two hours straight. Yeah. <laughs> this is, like, an updated version of that other- there was another, like, gladiator game. Who Gorn. Gorn. Yeah. This, this is, like this a, is way more- that's pretty cartoony, Gorn. Mm -hmm. This one is not cartoony. This no, one is like I'm watching footage of it right now. It's also it's so visceral when you're playing it because it's so immersive. That's like I'm just waiting for the news to pick up on this game existing because oh, it, it's you've got like the force and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have sorcery stuff. Dude. Oop, it's called blade and sorcery. So you can turn your hands like you can zap them with this hand, then run up and stab them. Yeah, I face. saw someone stab someone and then like like with the using the force grab the the dagger back out of them back to their hand. No, that's a mechanic that a lot of VR games like. Uh, my personally, my favorite VR company is Alchemy Labs. They're so good. So good. They made Job Simulator. They made the Rick and Morty game as well, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. They they put out a sequel to Job Simulator called Vacation Simulator, and I've actually been playing that since- Is since this the game? It. This is it. Oh, oh. shit. Oh, you you oh my god. people, too. And it's just like- Oh, you ducked. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you three stooge him? Looked like he got poked in the eye. This is my favorite. Oh, there goes a leg. My favorite Game of Thrones scene. Oh, that's awesome. It's wow. pretty fucking ridiculous. Is there, this reminds me to ask, because I don't know this, but is there Ooh. a VR game that's exercise based? Uh, Beat Saber, a lot of people play that for exercise. Have you ever played yeah. Beat Saber? Uh uh. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, you get, you get, your heartbeat, heartbeat gets up there, depending on how, like, there's difficulties. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like any other beat based, like, DDR type game. It's really fucking fun. So we're thinking about, I was talking with Ellie about it. She didn't respond, though. Um, think about doing, like, a full-on, like, for an RT life. Just clear out that area in the Rooster Teeth office and then set up some VR stuff there and do it. But, yeah. like, do it with, like, fans and, like, throwing water on people and shit like that. That'd, That'd be, be fun. crazy. That'd be fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's fun. Uh, vacation Simulator's fun. And then there's a... 
uh, zero something. It's an FPS shooter game, and I it's the clip that I saw where like the guy reaches over and takes the clip out of his enemy's gun oh, and puts it yeah. in his. It's just like that fun stuff you can only really do in VR that you can't do other places. I haven't tried that yet though. But we played this, and then I was mortified at my own. I mean, normally I'm like, I grew up playing video games, so I'm like, oh. They're not violent or whatever. This thing is like a serial killer trainer. <laughs> it's like, I'm do, do, do you start like killing killing household pets and then work your way up to no, like gladiator it's matches? It's just an endless stream of people that you can just hack up, basically. And it listen, it's highly realistic feeling, at least. You know, I mean, the motion of it. You get some crazy stuff where somebody gets in like your hitbox and then yeah. everybody starts flopping around and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's like. You have these moments of like, yeah, that's what it's like to stab a dude in the chest with a gigantic sword. Oh, I've always wondered. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Like, literally, you'll have to pull the sword back out. So you have to give yourself enough room if you go down to, like, the hilt into their body. You've got to, like, pull all the way back out. And then you can turn it around and hit somebody in the head with the hilt. You can, like... They look like they pinned someone to the wall with a sword there. Yeah, you can let go of it and flip it around and then go stabby-stab. Like, do reverse your grip on it. It's pretty fucking nuts, this game. Pretty nuts. So, Teddy can't play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's old enough for that. Uh, he, he is, but I mean, I don't know. It's like, maybe I'm just being like a typical parent of like, I didn't grow up with that. So, I, we, but certainly I saw fucking super violent movies. All the mm -hmm. Friday the 13th movies I saw mm -hmm. when I was a teenager. And that's humans. Right. It's not even just fake things. But CGI. also, I wasn't doing it. You know what I mean? Very it's like, true. I don't know. So it's like I have to like figure this out. And I'm monitoring him closely. Modern problems, but it could also be training him to sword fight against other people who have played the game who want to kill him. We he, he'll have to eventually rise up and stop Mariel. That's <laughs> yeah. true. She's getting dangerous with those swords. Favorite VR game? <sighs> What's that one where time freezes anytime you move? Hot. Uh, or you super don't hot. Super hot. Yeah. I could tell you my least favorite VR games, just horror games in general. Yeah, buddy. I can't play horror games as it is. Arizona Sunshine's a zombie game. It's so good. Just Especially being when you're like with no light in the mines. Oh, uh-uh. I can't. It's good. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm it's too, fucking scary. I'm shit. too fucking scared. All right. Uh, well, okay, it'll prepare you for the eventual zombie apocalypse. I had, I had what I was going to say. No, I can't. Oh, the Star Trek bridge game. Oh, I fucking one. love that. But I can't find anybody who will play it with me. Because it's tough because not everybody has a VR set. Right, you, you know? Gotta... But it's like you, you're on the bridge of the... Like an Enterprise class ship, and it's like the I mean, old school original series, like ding, like all the like the you know the, the bridge. Once you noises. start getting like the self-contained systems that don't need a PC to run them, yeah, like self-contained headsets, you'll probably find a lot more people. I gotta say, PS in. PS VR for the PlayStation is remarkably under marketed. I think it's it really is good. Like what? I played Skyrim on mm -hmm. that, I believe, and everything I played on that was you, you really could tell. Incredible. That when even just unboxing it and opening it up, you can tell that Sony has a long history in consumer electronics and consumer products. Because like you open it and it's way more user friendly than even like the Vive or the Oculus. It's like everything's labeled with numbers. You go through the instructions and it like refers to the numbers. It's like if you don't know anything, it's just like plug one into two, plug two into three. It's like that's it. You're done. It also helps that. <laughs> a PlayStation <laughs> Four has very limited ports. We don't have a we don't have a chat this week, guys. I'll get it up. Okay. Right. Eric's uh, going to get it up. Oh, oh look sorry, at that. Right there. That was very fast. Uh, here, let me read this thing. Okay. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. 
While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. Uh, the simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. Uh, with Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of the Rooster Teeth Podcast a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. You can sign up at rtpodcast.robinhood.com. Super easy to use. It's great. Love the app. It's awesome. Thank you uh, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Podcast. Baby steps with investing, but gosh, it'll pay no, off. That's what they say, yeah. It'll pay off. Baby steps, one step at a time. Like, drop a water in a bucket is what it'll feel like at first, but mm -hmm. then it like, then the water multiplies. <laughs> what was the statistic that you said? It's, I don't, know, I don't, know, I don't what, know if it holds up anymore, but the old adage was that every seven years, your money doubles. Wow. So the example I use is if a 20-year-old put away $10,000, and I realized making that statement, that yeah. a tw most 20-year-olds don't have $10,000 to put away in investment. That being said, the example that I gave was extreme. It showed how it turned into, I think, like $1.8 million Somewhere by the time there. they were 65 or something. How, mm. Is that investing in stocks or bonds or both? Or um, I would say probably get a financial person if you don't know okay. what you're doing because picking your own stocks, you're like, I don't know. Although there's some stuff I like that did really well, like Netflix and Tesla. I'm like, fuck. Well, I actually, I mean, I but you tend to vote. You tend to invest emotionally, and you shouldn't do that. Right, yeah. I think that's uh, – like a thing a lot of people do is like they stick to companies that they're familiar with or industries that they're familiar with. Yeah, but you could do like an index fund, something that's tied to like just the overall market. The Dow, yeah, the S&P and then you can like you can do that or mutual funds, but just the old adage is if you invest. And some years you'll get crazy returns of like 10% and sometimes you'll get okay returns of 5. Sometimes you'll lose money. Yeah. 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 There's, there's that's no, always the tough no part because when mm -hmm. you start to lose money, especially when you start if you put in money in years when you lose and you lose the principal, the money you put in, then you're like, fuck this. Yeah. Take investing advice from a guy in the tinfoil hat. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you. I'm going to talk to you about some other products later and I'm not taking the fucking hat off. But I was going to say the example that I used was, yes, 20-year-olds don't have $10,000 to put away and I get that. But that also that extreme crazy example assumed you were putting away no other money for the rest of your life. Yeah. It was just that amount and nothing else. So it's just like it's a... Uh, Oh, where's Joel when you need him? Uh, it's like there's weighted, like as you put in over time, then your weighted buy price changes. Like yeah. if I bought Dell or something over the course of 10 years, my weighted price for it changes because as the stock goes up, I don't have it all at this amount. Right. So that makes sense. Like an average kind of I feel of like thing. we should do a financial podcast at some point. I know Meryl's been talking about wanting to do that for a while. She knows a lot about finance. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. You got to demystify it. I, I don't know if it's like this in other countries, but I'm always just mortified in the U.S. at how we obfuscate the, uh, I sound like Mike Tyson doing an interview, you know, like <laughs> four syllable words, how it's like we make it, we make mathematics more difficult for finances, which is the most important thing in a capitalist society. Like in grade school math, they teach you probability and things like that, which yeah, are useful, but geometry, calculating the volume of a cylinder, not as useful as say calculating an interest rate, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. or amortization. You know, it's it's a, those things are really important to know, and we just don't ever, you know, we don't teach them to I, school grade. I know kids. the volume of the cylinder, twelve ounces. <laughs> there you go, you nailed it, dude. What so do you? I, yeah, let me quiz you on that. Do you remember what is the volume of a cylinder? 
Oh man. Well, it's really it's simple, I, right? It's the height of the, the cylinder it's, yeah, times the volume of the circle, which is pi times diameter. Pi or is it times pi r squared? Pi r squared is area, isn't it? Yes, but that's the area of a two D oh, object. Right, right. Is the area volume. 2D, right. So two pi r is the circumference. Oh, that's right. Okay, so right? yeah, pi r squared. You're right. It's probably pi r squared times the times height of the height. cylinder. Did I get it right? You tell us, you jerks. There it is. Pi r squared. Pi mm. Yes. Look at me. I can calculate the volume of the cylinder. Literally have not accessed that information in thirty years. And you remember probably, it. I, and I remembered it, and I, 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 did, I have not used it between when I learned it and just now. Are you telling me, as an entrepreneur, you've never had to calculate the volume of a cylinder? I've never. It's never come up. Not one time has that come up. You weren't going to close a big deal, and they're like, "Wait, Mr. Burns, before we proceed, <laughs> we have a simple uh, geometry question for you." God, I just I can't remember if that's ever come up before. Ever. Probably not. I feel like, isn't it some theory that, well, not some theory, but um, people say that for things you learn in school, especially like math equations and things like that, that you're not necessarily learning these things to use throughout your life, but just to teach you how to learn and how to absorb knowledge. Maybe. JD's going to school is like figuring out what college he wants to apply to. And I, I, I think about this all the time. It's like, you know, he's very much in the world of, End of high school, thinking about extracurriculars, GPAs, anything that's going to make him more attractive yeah. to, to the colleges he wants to go to. And all I can think of is, like when you, especially when you talk about GPA, is I graduated from college. I have never, ever shown my diploma to anybody, like had to prove right. that I went to a school, UT, and I don't Allegedly. even know. I don't know what my <laughs> GPA is. I've literally... Never been asked outside of college what my GPA is. Right, but I think it's more important getting into college. People look at that when you're going into right, college. Right, but I yeah, yeah. did educate well, myself in college, and I was graded with the with I the think it's more scale. for grad school and, and things of that nature. And it's, also, like it, it's like it only matters to other educational institutions. Yeah. yeah, that's the only thing that the GPA matters for. Could it matter also depending upon what field you get into, you know? Like Maybe. if you're like... Or competitive, like, yeah, like med a, medical field or... Know. Like a cylinder calculating <laughs> I don't know. Well, if I was an engineering, I probably would have to calculate the volume of a cylinder occasionally. But how many perfect cylinders are there? I guess if you're a manufacturer. Yeah, well, then, then it's really calculus, right? That's, that's what you're really gearing up to learn. It's, 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 it's calculus that's actually useful that only nerds supposedly learn. And that's way, that's all fucking order of magnitude different than geometry or algebra. Night Human in the chat said they, they had to show their diploma. Like their actual physical diploma? Yeah, they had to show their diploma to their job. I needed my diploma oh, for this job. Real talk for 13 years, I faked a diploma and I've never told anybody. Yeah, Ooh. let's, uh, don't tell, keep that up. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Hello, police. Prove it. Post your picture. Uh, police. This is, we're reading stuff in the chat here. Yeah. Um, I'd show my nah, diploma to get a job here. <laughs> Bernie's Did GPA you? is yep. Oh, yeah. Was it probably for like an uh, immigration thing? It was, it was for the work visa. Mm. I had to prove my education. That makes sense. Yeah, you, uh, do you fuckers in Canada, do you take the SAT? What do you take? No. You don't take a I standardized test at the end of high school? I didn't, know. SAT, like, replaced the IQ test of, like, would you in this? We should thing? take IQ tests. Would you, do you, seriously, do you want to do that? We should absolutely do that. I take oh. an IQ test. Let's We're going to put a bet on this? Of, like, who would have the worst one? I want to win some of that 71 bucks back. What's wrong with you? Gus just all of a sudden started looking at stuff like he's scared. Somebody's making a weird noise. Oh. Would you really? Like, Is that if, you, Chris? That was me. If, oh, if okay. I got an IQ, an IQ test together, you would you would legitimately take it. Absolutely. We and should. I, only yes. if 
for one of the podcasts, it's just us taking the test. Oh, that sounds <laughs> awful. For an hour and a half of us just sitting Wait, here with pencils. Wait, how long are those tests? They're long, right? It's Is it not hour? something like you know. could do online? No, no, I think you have to have someone administer it. Surely should, there's we, an online IQ we should, test. We should, yeah. also have a, we should also have a baseline of other, we should, can we get other employoies to opt in? Yeah, do you want to like, take it and have like a baseline? Yeah, I want Blaine to take it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, we should, you should line it up, Eric. Okay, I'll so start putting it together. Chad is 100% proving me wrong. At least in their experience. They're all saying they had to, to show their diplomas in order to get their jobs. And somebody just said that they had to say what their college GPA was 12 years after they graduated college. Whoa. And it wow. determined their starting pay. Sorry I didn't get your name. It went by really fast. That's crazy. How do they prove their... I mean, I guess you get records. Get a transcript or something? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, somebody said, somebody said get Mensa to administrate the test. I like that. We can do that? Oh, yeah, an impartial authority. Is there really not an online IQ test? I think oh. they're not reliable. Yeah. I just, I just. No, we want this official, Barbara. On the record. I guess I'm used to doing all those online quizzes now, like, which. Those aren't IQ tests. <laughs> I know they're not. <laughs> can we give Barbara a BuzzFeed one? <laughs> yeah, give me a BuzzFeed test of, like, which sandwich are you based off your favorite office character or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, 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 honestly, how fucking lame is Mensa? I mean, really, there's yeah. a club, there's a club where you have to, you have to think you're a smart person, then prove you're a smart person to get into it. And then hang out with other smart people. And yet you're so smart, you haven't figured out that it's lame at any point. <laughs> how is that possible? Can we get Bernie or Mensa membership if he qualifies? Like, there's no pretty yeah, people's club, right? That's just a regular night club. That's it. It's like you can get in or you can't, but there's no like club. It's like, oh, I'm in this club that says I'm pre I'm beautiful. It's like it's like smart people just feel so fucking miserable all the time. They have to have a club that proves that they're smart. I think that's what they call being a model, or like you be an engineer. You're media. smart. You don't have to have a club. Very <laughs> true. So <laughs> is there a, is there a uh, models union? There, uh, there was a there was a. I don't know actually. I don't know if it still exists, but a lot of good-looking dudes aren't models either. It's kind of a more female-centric thing. There was a some dating app that I you can name it. I don't remember it, but it it, it was like seven it's years ago because I remember Brandon showed it to me, and he was like, it, "You have to like apply and get rated enough. You're hot enough to get into it." Oh my and, god! But it was like a live update. Would it would like people be voting on what, it live? What, what, why did Brandon know about this? <laughs> it was whenever it was whenever he was single. It was whenever he was single. So like. He wouldn't yeah. Well, I was there whenever he put up his picture, and he was like waffling, and he was like, it's not looking good, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, right, and then he was like, but then he submitted another picture, and he got in. Did like, he? Yeah. Oh. He's a good looking oh. guy. That's a good way to, like, figure out yeah, which yeah. pictures you want to use. <laughs> just remember him looking at, it's not looking it's not good, Chris. Well, there's a secret L.A. Tinder. Like, or, I, I say L.A. Tinder, but it's just like a secret. For, like, like famous people? It's not Tinder, yeah. It's and it's it's really funny, Barb, because it's either famous dudes or good-looking girls. That's like yeah. that's like it. It's just like it's funny because I know a good-looking girl and a famous dude on that app yeah. who actually met each other. Yeah, but it's still like the the really famous women are just like I'm not getting that fucking app. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need any help. Yeah. <laughs> I'm solid at this. Well, point. I I remember years ago during like the MySpace era, the Hot or Not website mm -hmm. where people would upload their image and people would vote if they're hot or not. So it's kind of like that dating app. Yeah. I forgot about that website. Is that oh. website still around? I feel like that website is. That's one that's going to stand the test of time, I think. Find someone new. Meet and chat to people near you. 
Gotta so s- no? You gotta sign in. Hotornot.com? I am male. Nope, not trailing that out. <laughs> not, <laughs> I heard Mike laughing out of the booth. <laughs> uh, I saw on a, to- a totally different topic. I saw an adventure that I think Chris would really like earlier today. Someone modified a Roomba. Oh my god, I saw this <gasps> with Teddy. So that anytime it hits a wall, it screams. What? But it also, they increase the speed on it too, so it just go like... <laughs> 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 Or vocalized, it hits the wall and it goes, God damn it! Yeah, it's like, ow, <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> and they're trying to, they're trying to eat dinner while this thing's like going around the room. God, it's so fucking funny. Do we have that video? Because I, I want Chris it's to like, see that now. It's like halfway through the video that you see the Roomba. It's three people sitting at a dining room table. Was it, wasn't it Ashley Madison that was 90% of females or bots? I believe that. That's yeah, the one where they had the hack, right? Yeah. I think that's how they figured out that most of the accounts were fake there. Oh. Damn. Yeah, you Vegan friendly dick says they'd smash you, Gus. Vegan friendly dick. <laughs> nice. Tonight's your night. Vegan friendly. I saw someone post on Reddit somewhere a vegan lasagna that was wow. not. Oh, I saw that. It was not lasagna. It was just a salad. Like they had made it was a, a stacked salad. They had made a layered salad. It's like, that's not a vegan lasagna. <laughs> Do you know what a vegan lasagna is? It was, I, it was so weird. So, just at a lark, you talk about nostalgia stuff, Barb. You barely notice it after a while, huh? Like, ignore it, you know, kind of like, you know, how our, you know, Roomba cleans your house. <laughs> how likely would you be to adopt this into your household? Right? <laughs> Makes it a little more personable. Yeah. You don't feel like there's a robot. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that, Sean? <laughs> Dude, I love get, this thing. You get the idea. This kid has modified a bunch brilliant. of things. He is. Does he just look really young, or is he a young guy? I, I don't know. He he's, looks like he's like 15. I don't know if he's that young. I think he's probably in his early 20s. Yeah, it seems like like those were his roommates. Either way, I'm a big fan of this guy now. Yeah. So such a great idea. First video I've seen of his, and it's like I had I had Teddy watch it because Teddy's getting. He's like, as a school, he's on the robotics team and everything, got a robotics class. And I'm just trying to get him more and more into coding. And uh, I was like, look at this. You know, anything that made him laugh. He was, he, Teddy was fucking bawling, laughing at this Yeah. Thing. Do you think he'll try to do his own version? I hope so. I would love, man, if I, <laughs> if I had a Roomba going around the house screaming. Absolutely. I would do that in a second. <laughs> hey, um, so I was saying to Barb, I was saying nostalgia stuff. Yeah, is yeah. I just, I was in Origin because I was going to play Apex Legends on the PS. On the PC, <laughs> on the PC, I was gonna play on the PC, even though I suck at Apex Legends on the PC. Uh, and then it. when I went in there in Origin, I had all these other games that I bought because they had a big sale. Oh no, no, we got codes for Anthem, and the codes came with the like Elite Origin Premiere. For, that's it, yeah. So I had like Ultima and like all these games in there oh. that I could get. And then uh, one of the games uh, that I got with that was Sims Four. So I thought, oh, I'll play Sims Four. I was hoping you would say that. And I loaded up Sims 4, and then I noticed, I, when did they make this change? I was going to make stuff, and it says vegan-friendly on, like, some of the things you go to make. Like, I'm going to make a cake. My character's good at cooking. So it's like, I was making a cake, and it said, this cake is vegan-friendly. Like, it has, a, in the chart of stuff you can make, it shows which stuff is vegan-friendly. Oh, my God, it. are you fucking so, kidding me? So you have vegan me? Sims? Yeah. 
You can have a vegan sim if you want to. Like, when did that change come in? So then you you immediately put them in the pool and take away the ladder, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> like no. you're you're gonna be a pain in the ass. Let's get rid of this right now. It's not true simulation either, because if my character was a vegan, that's all they would be able to talk about. Right. Being yeah. a vegan. <laughs> so, but they were able to talk about other stuff. So it's, it's not realistic like at all. Yeah. Cartoon images above their head that wasn't just vegan. <laughs> right. Just me, me, vegan, vegan, me, <laughs> vegan. Shame, shame, like, me. Shame, shame. A cow with the international no symbol through it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who they talk to just turns away instantly and leaves. Yeah. Which we're making fun of vegans. And I know that those of you that's that that that's your personal emotional darkness. <laughs> You're gonna get offended by that. But there are many vegans who are totally cool. Our friend Nat is is like the hardest core vegan I have ever met in my life. Like if she's gonna buy something, she has these apps and she double checks on like multiple apps to see if the it, company making this really thing. Is has partner companies within a holding company oh. that use animal products. Wow. wow. She's like, yeah. Not but does, she, wait, do they have a term for that? She's just vegan. She's like, no, I mean, like, that seems like an extreme. Militant? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about, like, lab-grown lab -grown meat? I know it's not really a thing yet, but if it is, like, someone grows, like, a- Chris, what do you call a big lab-grown meat? What do you call Potato. <laughs> <laughs> Get some flakes of that. But like, yeah, there was a. I think there was a hypothetical question that someone posed recently, where it was, if you could grow meat in a lab that would taste and feel and like everything would be like regular meat, but it's not actual meat. It's grown in a lab. Would you still eat it? I would eat the fuck okay. out of it. We're heading that direction. Yeah, I, mean, I think in order. Yeah, we have to. There's no. Yeah. There's no alternative to that. Like I'm trying to eat less yeah. meat, uh, just to be why. Conscious. Be yeah, uh, environmentally. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was wondering if that was the motivation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think a lot, a lot more people are leaning towards being vegetarian, less meat at least, because of environmental reasons. Or was the word pescatarian with just fish, right? Yeah. 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 Is that the, is all it? the fish are dying though? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So but not like, too good either. Lab. I like meat. I love meat. Chris is on the record. But he likes meat. Do you, do you want some more dick cake? <laughs> Fill me. Is up. it good? It's, it's actually really good. good. Yeah. It's really good. Shit. Do you right. want some? No, I'm not gonna get it. I'm uh, trying to lose 15 pounds by the end of May. Oh. Uh, we're trying the cake diet. What about a, <laughs> what about a cake cock diet? cake diet? <laughs> like, I, I took a good, long, hard look at that beer, and I drank like four <laughs> sips, and then put it back behind my Do chair, so I won't touch it now. Dr. Gus DDS uh, <laughs> recommends uh, 100 cc's of cake a day yeah. to maintain a healthy weight. But Chris, we cut you off. Oh, I don't know. I was just gonna talk about how I can't wait to eat some lab-grown meat. I think it's gonna be awesome. I agree. It's gonna be... The big classic podcast debate is, not lab grown, but just sourced from a completely moral free source. Would you eat human oh, meat yeah, yeah. to try it? Like the person wasn't hurt in any way to get it. It's not diseased, but it's it it's was just okay. a stupid clone. It's it, okay that you have it. Like yeah. there's no like take the moral parts of like well, would you just eat human meat? What if it was in my it? will? Like in your like my will, I want pe my friends to eat me. They, like, they, you they was want my to last request. It's still, it's illegal in so many places. I know. I'm just saying, in the same hypothetical, this is what I want. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't eat you. you would, even if I was like, I specifically was like, I really want Bernie to eat me. I feel like Chris. <laughs> I feel like the people that know you would be in your will, and people who know you would never want to eat you. <laughs> like, they know what you've I'm, done. I'd be delicious. They know where you've been. <laughs> Speaking of eating strange things, did you read that terrifying headline last week, uh, where? Two people on a plane develop bubonic plague. What? 
And uh, while they, on the plane, yeah, they had to. Well, they realized that they had, other people realized they had bubonic plague while how? the plane was in flight. How? What? Okay. I'll, I'll get to that. I'm and dumb, when, but what is bubonic plague? It's what did the plague? The plague, yeah, the black it death killed the black almost everyone in Europe. A was it was it, ago. was it one third of the population? I think it was higher than that. Uh, they had to, when the, the plane landed, they had to quarantine it. They had to have people in hazmat suits board the plane and start checking everyone. Fuck that I would the, shit uh, my pants. The the two people they died. Uh, from the plague, oh, they uh, they got it because they were in Mongolia, and it was a couple, a uh, husband and a wife. The husband hunted and ate a marmot that had bubonic plague. What's that? Like a weasel. Oh, God. and he gave some to his wife, and she ate it also, and uh, they both got the plague from it. Who can afford a trip internationally? And still eat marmots. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like that's like such a Venn diagram. It's like only one person exists in those two. Apparently, there's two. <laughs> but how did they? No, she's married to him. She, had, did, she she didn't know what she was eating. How did they realize that they had the bubonic plague it on a plane? On a plane. It, it didn't yeah. get into specifics, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but it just like they smelled them or looked at them or. Uh, let's see. They, it's like uh, for it to develop, develop the on a plane. Barb pun for the situation. Buh. Buh. Oh, I'm sorry, you're out of time. The correct answer was bubonic plane. <laughs> there were bubonic dramatic plane. scenes when a flight from <laughs> man, I can't even say this. Bayan, so Ulgi, and Kavd in Mongolia uh, was met by workers in white anti-contamination suits as it landed in the country's capital. Why are they white? Anti? Why are they calling out race? Uh, Eleven passengers from the west of the country were held at the airport and sent immediately for hospital checks. Dude, who wouldn't volunteer for that check? You're on a plane yep. with people who have the plague. <laughs> Do you remember that episode of Seinfeld where they go to India for the wedding? Oh, yeah. It was the backwards episode. And the Indian guy they have goes, the plague. <laughs> the plague. <laughs> God, I miss Seinfeld, man. I wish, I wish they were still making that show. Even if the guy who just made the modern Seinfeld Twitter account was the guy writing it, because it would be perfect. Then mm. I would love it. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about, still thinking about the plague. There's another plane thing, which kind of goes oh. back to something you and I were talking about. Uh, a couple months ago, which is I said, you get on a plane, count your fucking seats, the rows of seats to the nearest exit. Count it. Because if you get in a situation where you can't see in the in the cabin and you need to get to an exit, you want to know how many rows to go before you get there. And right. yeah, you, they got, you can feel the seats you as can you're feel walking the seats, through. Either the bottoms of the seats or the tops of the seats. You can feel either one. And uh, the, yeah, those, they have those little lights there, but in a fire or something like that, those lights might And you see how black that smoke gets. Yeah, they might malfunction immediately. Yeah, so I always do it. I always, like, when I sit down in my seat, I always, like, where's the exit? And as, it's two seats back. As jaded as I am, as, you know, I, I, I don't listen to, you know, all, all the announcements they make, I still count how many exits in front of me and how many rows to the exit behind me. Really? It's still, like, in either direction, I know which, you know, how far I have to go if I ever need to. Yeah, yeah that... There was horrifying footage of that plane that went down. Yeah, in, people uh, had footage Moscow. of it. Did the person who take the footage? He must have lived if the footage was I, covered, I assume right? so. Yeah. What? But, I mean, you... Oh, it was yeah. a Russian plane. It caught on fire and landed. And 71 people are dead now? I think it's 41. 41. Oh. That's like, I saw there, there, there were 78 there. people on the plane. 41 uh, died. Okay. Maybe that's what it was. The thing that angers me the most about that situation is that people died because there were other people trying to get their belongings down from the overhead bins. Yeah. yeah in the, in, leave it, dude. Leave in, it. In the photos, you see people getting out of the plane. You see them carrying their bags. I, I don't yeah. think anything infuriates me more than that. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the, yeah. the footage. I mean, I can't imagine... Yeah, you're right. 41 people. ...being at the airport, and you're like, 
you look out and you say, because this is just some, this is probably just some guy at the airport in the terminal looking out the window. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking hell. Fucking hell, dude. And like you said, there's uh, there's footage from people inside the plane. And they, they don't filming. know what happened yet? Like why it, it caught it's on fire? It's still really early. I mean, jeez. So, was it, was, yeah, was heard, it coming down on fire though? I've heard speculation. Like, where, where are all those fucking fire trucks that you always see at airports? It doesn't look like they they yeah, like they might have landed on the bag. taxiway, or they 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 probably just went landed wherever they could. Yeah, literally, fuck everyone with a bag. They, fuck they, you. They speculated that I've heard speculation that there was a lightning strike, but lightnings hit planes all the time and don't light them on fire. I've been on planes that have been struck by lightning. Yeah, me too. Oh, what happens? Nothing. The, 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 the plane's designed to take lightning strikes. It happens all the time. So I, I don't would know. Hope so. How much I believe that, but I mean that—that's—that's that's what uh, people who are on the plane were saying right could, now. Could have could have been far worse, you know. Yeah. I mean, Forty-one people dying is really really terrible. I've been on a plane where light. I've been in a window seat on a plane and have had lightning strike the window seat in front of me. Oh God! And uh, it's it it doesn't do anything in the plane. With a person, what the, what the plane did was this, and then the captain comes on and goes, <laughs> "We're gonna circle and uh, we're gonna." We, they just kind of he just hard banked off to the side, like we're gonna wait a little bit and then we'll uh, we'll decide to land. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the other thing, too, is in that thing, not that you'll ever be in this situation, but in the horribly unlikely circumstance that you are. Another thing in that video was there's a dude walking away who's got the bag, but then there's also the people who are just kind of circled up. Just fucking run. Yeah. Just get out of that plane and start hauling ass. Yeah, because that's full of fuel. Yeah. Do uh, not just go. Jet fuel, they probably don't know, but jet fuel doesn't explode, but they might it? not know that. No, it just burns. Right, but I would get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. Just period. Just get out. Get out of the way. Let, get, let other gone. people be yeah. gone. I see a lot Handle of people situation. in the chat being like, oh, fuck that. I'm never getting on a plane or I don't want to come on a plane to come to RTX. Plane disasters, very it's so rare. rare. It's highly more likely you'll get hurt in a car crash. It's highly more likely you'll get hurt driving to the airport, driving to work, or like something in every going yeah. to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially nowadays, air travel is a lot safer than I imagine it used to be, and they're constantly making improvements. And that's that's the interesting thing to me. Like people always ask, like, why I'm interested in uh, in aviation disasters. It's like the the industry is so safe. Like when something goes wrong, it's I'm always curious to know what went wrong and then what gets learned from that. You know, because yeah. the industry evolves. Like the, it used to actually be really dangerous back, you know, in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and there were so many. Disasters and problems that the industry really learned and had to adapt adapt quickly mm -hmm. in order to become really safe And now it's a super safe way to, to travel. I never I never I, 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 I was gonna say I never worry about going down I still count the number of rows to an yeah. exit just in case, but you know, I'm not I'm not worried It's that good it's to live happen. life in the yellow with caution being aware of your surroundings and knowing the safest way to handle everything But not living in fear right because that is no way to live your life. Did, mm -hmm. did I have I told a story about my Car accident? I don't think so. Um, well, I was in a, a car accident in December. Oh yeah, and it was like so. I was I was like going I was going driving home at like ten or eleven at night. I pull up to a red light, and then I'm sitting there. I think there might have been someone. From, I don't really remember. Also, I get smacked from behind really mm. hard, like really hard. And I and I'm like, Wah! you know, how are I, you? Huh? How are you? Hard. <laughs> and and wow, hey guys, for. do you want some cake real oh. quick? Do you want to grab the cake and hand out hard. cake to the crew? Uh, while we're doing this. But then and then and then so I look up. It's really good. And the person the the person who hit me, I'm like, they're they jump the curb and are speeding off down like North Lamar, and they're speeding off. So that hit sucks. and run. And then so I was like, fuck it. 
Oh, really? And so I jumped the curb. Yeah, really? I jumped the curb and I speed off after them. And I'm like, and I'm like, I've seen Fast and Furious. And I'm like, I, I, <laughs> who are you? Who, who, who were you? The fast one. Okay. That was also angry. <laughs> so I was furious. <laughs> so you were drive angry. You were Nicholas yeah. Cage. Well, and, it and was then, both fast and I was like, furious. I wanted to get their license plate. And so I pulled out my phone. I'm videoing it. And I'm like, which this I, is a bad, it's a dangerous situation. Yeah, you're, you're making it worse, Chris. Okay. Well, I wasn't filming it. What? You okay. can be honest. Okay. All right, I was filming it. Don't do this. All right. <laughs> so I was, and, and so I'm like, but I don't think they realized that I was chasing them. Cause they're zooming off and but I cause I'm like zooming off after them and then they pull up behind another red light and I'm like I pull up right behind them. Should have hit him. Well, so I pull up right behind him. I, I film I get their license plate and then I'm like I'm just got like the adrenaline of like the, the chase. So I jump out of my car whoa in the middle of the intersection and I like I run up to the window and I'm still filming. I'm like I bang on their window. I'm like, hey, you just hit my car. And then this lady looks up at me, and she just gives me a thumbs up. Like, yeah, I did. And I was like, fuck. So then the light turns green, and I'm like, she, she's about to drive off. So then I jump in front of her car. You did? I jump in front of her car, and I'm like, you're not going anywhere. You're like a vigilante. Yeah, well, yeah. You're like a super, you're like Batman. Basically. Well, not really. This woman could have run you over. Well, so I jump in front of her did. Yeah. Once so I jump in front of her car, and I'm like, you're not going anywhere. I'm calling the cops. And so she's sitting there, and she's yelling at me to get out of the way, saying she has to go pick someone up. I'm like, no. And Man, what is the deal with some people? Well, so th so then, and like, I call nine one one, but it connects to the Bluetooth in my car. Oh my god! And so I'm like, hello, hello. I'm like, is there no one there? I'm like trying to figure out why your brains your brains not working. Yeah, because I'm, yeah. I'm also at this point she's yelling at yeah, me so to at get an out of the way. Intersection in the middle of the night, yeah. in front of someone. Yeah, and I'm yelling nine one, and then all of a sudden she's yelling at me to get out of the way. I'm like, no, I'm not getting out of the way. You're gonna stay there. So then she's trying to like navigate, and all of a sudden I'm like figuring out what to do with my phone, what and then I hear a smash, and I look up, she's hit the front of my car. <gasps> she backed into it. <laughs> she backed into the front of my car. Holy and, shit! And I'm like, you just hit my car again, and she's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you did. So then I'm like, I like hang up on my phone. I call 911 again, but this time I'm like, I figure out like what's going on. So I call it. I'm like, 911 is like, all right, we're on our way. Yeah, right. And and I'm like, all right, cool. We're at this intersection. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm on the phone 911. And at this point, I'm like, the adrenaline of like, she's also like pushing me with her car. So I'm like, she's going to run me over. Like she's doing the thing where she's rolling forward. Yeah, pushing? and just like pushing me. Wow. I'm like, the, you, the cops are on their way. You better pull over. She's like, all right, I'm pulling over. I'm like, better pull did over. Did you use that voice? I don't remember. Did you have Batman voice? Use, 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 use the voice. Use the voice. Pull over the car. <laughs> uh, and then, so then, I, and I'm also like, I, I feel like I look crazy because I'm the dude standing in the middle of the intersection yelling and screaming with yeah, my car. Fair. My car doors, like my doors open. I'm like, I look pretty crazy. So I'm like, I should like, so I, I get in my car and then, uh, and then like, I'm on the phone with 911. I'm like, yeah, we're pulling over. The light turned, and she's like, we'll just be over the corner of this intersection. Light turns green, and she guns it. I'm like, never mind, we're on the move again. And <laughs> we're on the move again! <laughs> like, the, you're part of the and, cop force. And then 911 operator's like, where are you? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> we're ch I'm chasing her down. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm chasing her. It's like, we don't know where to take. We're like, I'll tell you in a minute. And I'm like chasing her. And I'm like, you know, phase two of the race. Phase and then, two. and then, and then, but then she like turns down like a tiny little intersect, a uh, little like road right by a gas station. I'm like, you know, screech, chase after her. And then I swear it was like a, out of a movie. Screech, like, was that an onomatopoeia? That's what your car did? Screech. Screech from no. Saved by the Bell. <laughs> in this. I mean, both. But like then a big truck carrying like garbage pulls out right in front of me. 
And so I couldn't I, I couldn't pat at this point. I'm like but she, she got through yeah, yeah. You She's like the perfect getaway. I know and then she got away and then so I'm like well, all right I called I called 911 again. I'm like, all right. I'm, I'm here the you garbage know. truck pulled like perfectly like, between I swear you guys. It was like that's coming. like a movie Yeah, and then so then the, they come and I give them all this stuff and then I don't hear anything for a while because it's like around Christmas and stuff and uh, I'm like, well, they're gonna, you know, my car. I'm like driving this busted car. You saw my car. I think I should. Y'all all saw my car. I did. I, I, also feel like I, I had a funny story about your car, actually. I feel like hit and runs too are very low priority for cops. Yeah. Well, but I had all. I had video. Everything. <laughs> I had video Austin. and 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 their license plate I had all this shit. And then so finally, I get a phone call from the cops, and they're like, "Hey, we think we found the person. We want to see if you can come in and do a lineup." And I'm like. A lineup. This sounds <laughs> yeah. So I was like super jazzed about it. you know. I'm like I'm like I can't wait to do this. I've seen usual suspects, right? And, <laughs> did you bring like a did you bring like a coke, yeah. <laughs> popcorn. Were y'all and excited? So, and so I, I like I t you know like scheduled it like at lunch. I was like I'll go during lunch and just like do my lineup. It'll be so cool. And I go up and then and, like do my thing and I show up and I'm like they take me into this like room with no windows. I'm like where's the lineup? And they're like. Oh, it's not like we're not we don't do it with like the wind that now that's just in the movies. This is, really? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, we're just gonna show you a bunch of pictures and then you point out oh. who it is. I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll do it. Like, <laughs> fine. Yeah. We're able to identify the person. Yeah, I was like, You thought you could make them like say stuff too? Like say this, say this line, <laughs> like yeah. that kind of thing. No, yeah, say was, you have to pick someone up. Yeah. yeah. And then and then so I was like, Yeah, that's her. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I should maybe it's it's I think it's an ongoing case because I got a call from a prosecutor recently. Well, when did it happen? This is well, it happened in December. Oh, okay. But Damn. they I think they're just prosecuting her now. Yeah. Because I got a phone call so the other probably day. Probably ongoing. Yeah. Anyway, so don't mention that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I do like those the, between us. the old yeah. school lineups though. They used to like have the perp, the yeah. suspect in there. And then they would have other people to like kind of pat it out, like people from the station or just like actors. Whoever's around, yeah. yeah. That'd have been great. Like, yeah. if, you'd, if you'd gone and you recognized like a local actor. I would have been what, what if it was like someone from Rooster Teeth, like answered a casting call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you're like, wait, I work with that person. Like, that one right there, number three, take him in. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's Blaine. Wait, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> I didn't do it. I think Blaine's only legal responsibility in those situations is to explain how John Reisinger isn't gay. Isn't that what Blaine, <laughs> that's what Blaine does in court, right? That's his that, whole that function. That they're not in a relationship. That they're not in a relationship. Uh, here, I want to read this thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of Received Podcast is also brought to you by Hims. You've heard us talk about it before. Uh, super convenient way to get uh, anything you need via the mail, via the post service. Don't have to worry about taking time to uh, go to the doctor's office. 65% uh, of men start losing their hair by age 35. That's two out of every three men on the planet. Thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have uh, rather than to replace the hair that you've already lost. And you can't use a tinfoil hat to cover it. It doesn't work. Uh, Hims is helping guys out with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. Hims was created by someone who knows uh, some men's health conversations are easier online than in person. No more awkward in-person doctor's visits or long pharmacy lines. Hims is completely confidential and discreet. Can answer a few quick questions a doctor will review, and if they determine it's right for you, uh, they can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that's shipped directly to your door. Get the hair loss treatment everyone's talking about. You can order now. Our viewers and listeners can get started with the Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last and subject to doctor approval. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. So just go to forhimscom slash rooster5. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash rooster5. forhimscom slash rooster5. Thank you, Hims, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. So I'm, I want to 
segue a little bit here on uh, Me Chris's too. story. Nespresso is overrated. Okay, no, no, no. Hand me a beer. I want to. I want to tell. <laughs> I want to tell a story about Chris's car. So I think. The Batmobile. A, a day, or the Batmobile. Because I'm a vigilante it's, now. It's, it's, it's yeah, Honda. you're like, it's, you, it's not a good vigilante. You're like if Batman had no money and no training, basically. <laughs> it's a Hyundai. Um, and so, his, parents, his parents are still alive. There's like literally no origin story. So, but he uh, could do I the think voice. like a day or two after that happened. One day Bruce I, Wayne would buy a car from behind. I saw you in the parking lot by your car, and I could see the damage on your car. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? And I pointed to it and you're like, oh, it was wild and you kind of like give me a quick version of the story and I was like, yeah, that's crazy and I turned and looked at your car and the second I looked at your car like the fender just like boom <laughs> like popped out and <laughs> fell off and I was like I was like that's perfect comedic timing and you're like oh, I, I just re I just I, I just put it back on <laughs> You seemed so defeated when it fell I off I drove it for like three months with the It was like that for a long fucking time. Yeah, from like until I got it fixed in March. Didn't you say you drove to like I drove across I drove to Mississippi. To with Mississippi. It. Yeah, I had yeah. to like I like wired it up and taped it up with duct tape. Oh. Look really bad. Here's the good news, Chris, that never goes away in life. I was sitting in my office and Barb comes in and she goes, Hey, your charging port is open on your car. And I go, Okay, thanks. And I was like, a charging port? How would she even know that it's open? It's this tiny little port in the yeah. back. How'd you notice that? And she and I go, my charging port. This is you, right, Barb? I go, my charging port open. You go, you go, yeah, the front of your car, it's open. No, this wasn't me. Was it you? Who was it? <laughs> Another. We're gonna find out white who female? who uh, Bernie thinks you are. Allie. It was a while ago. Ellie. I don't think, I don't think it was Allie. It might have been Ellie. It might have been Ellie. Was it uh, British Barbara? It was British Barbara? <laughs> Wasn't Canada like technically? Part of the British comedy. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, anyway, so this We're other person who wasn't clearly Barbara was saying, "Yeah, your charging port's open." And I said, "What do you mean my charging port's open?" And I go, "How did you even notice that?" And they said, "This is open. It's in the front. It's uh, the front's open of your car." I go, "My front of my car is open," and they say, "Yeah, your front, your the front, the front part where you charge is where you charge it is open." I go, "What are you talking about?" I go out there and look. Literally, the front end of my car had fallen off. <laughs> it <was> like <laughs> it was just like, you know, the I have the older. Uh, body style for Tesla. Mine's mm -hmm. like five or six years old at this point. And it has like that plastic nose cone. I don't know how else to describe it on the mm -hmm. front. That was just off and then down. And it was like hanging by the sensor cords, like uh. for the little sensors. It was just hanging by that. I was like, the fuck is that? And I just looked it up, pushed it back on, and it was totally fine. And when I was looking for service next time, I asked them to look at it, and they go, yeah, yeah, okay. It happens. It's okay. But then, the other day, like less than two weeks ago, I was with JD. We go to the car wash, and we're getting the car wash, and the light says green to go after the whole thing. And Jenny goes, hold on. He goes, what is that? And there's my fucking <laughs> front of my car, like 12 feet in front of the car, and then just on the ground spinning oh like God. this. And I was like, I was like, what in the world? So JD had to hop out in the car wash and like run up and grab it and was holding it while I drove out so that we could clear the way for the people behind us. And it was like, then I had to... I, and I just reattached those sensors and then put the cone, nose cone back on, and it was totally That doesn't fine seem again. like that should work. It or definitely, <laughs> or it shouldn't be calibrated. Right, it's like it needs to be, have a recalibration after that. Totally fine. My auto drive works even with my like DIY. Does it? It's like, it's like <laughs> auto drive works. It just goes down the middle of the of the the line now. Hey, can I say something? No. T Tesla, they make a big deal about the auto drive stuff. Mm -hmm. I rented a Kia when I went to uh, Rochester to go see my aunt. Uh, I rented a uh, a Kia something. I don't know what it was. I can look it up. But it was a new one. It had like two hundred miles on it from Hertz. That one had lane assist. It was it was the exact same thing as auto. Drive. You've also got autopilot one. Well, is yours better? Like, yeah, what is I'm yours on two point five. But what does it do? Can you turn corners and stuff? Uh, it detects red lights now. 
Oh, no shit. Yeah. Your and mom would do that. They're going to upgrade all. Well, I paid for the upgrade to Hardware 3. So they're going to, once Hardware 3 comes, it'll do, it'll turn corners and everything. I'm not saying it, by the way, like a competitive thing, like, you know, Tesla should have this and other people don't. And people, I'm saying it's a great thing. No, everyone should have This it, was yeah. an entry level, I felt like, economy car, maybe like one level up from an economy car. And it had this feature in it. And I was like, this is really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. This is really making its way into every vehicle, which will be fucking great. Yeah, every new vehicle. Tesla had a, a full self-driving day, where, like, where I guess where they answered like investor questions a couple weeks ago, and I was super excited to watch it, and it was the most boring thing in the world. It was a very <laughs> good. It was a very technical discussion good. about the hardware and about like how they approach processing and the technology that they use. It was like, here's the design of the CPU. Like, you know, here's the way we run it. And I was like, wow, they it's just super dry. Here, I always make this point whenever we talk about autonomous driving of like, it's just the adoption. People have to be comfortable with it. There are people to this day who will not make a deposit, deposit a check at an ATM. It, they, are you, you one of those people? You, you turned me on that. I wouldn't do it. You, you, you brought me around on it. People are slow on technology. They don't trust it, Barbara. They don't trust they can make a deposit there. They can make a withdrawal, but they will not put a check yeah, into an ATM. What, happens if what it, about on your phone? Well, if you still have the check. Like if you deposit a check at an ATM, you're trusting that it doesn't get lost or shredded or stolen. Yeah, but there's still that it's electronic. A, it, it, we're also now like 12 years beyond where we had this conversation. Oh, but the wow, thing, okay. it's like people are just slow to adopt stuff. And that, but I hear that all the time with the self-driving cars. It's like people are like super pro technology, have smartphones in their pockets. PCs at home, internet savvy. Then you bring up a self-driving car. They go, I don't trust that. I would never trust that car. We were just in Vegas, and when you ordered a Lyft or Uber, it said, "Are you okay with having?" I don't, I don't, I don't know what they called it, but it was basically a self-driving car. But Is it autonomous, be, autonomous yeah, car. Totally. But there would still be a person in the there car. I uh, we went to lunch a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And um, was it? It was you, me, and I think Eric, Eric. was in, in the car as well. And uh, it drove itself most of the time. Like, when, Which I had no idea. Yeah, when, when it finally disengaged, when we got there, I think one of you asked, like, what was that sound? I was like, oh, that was the car telling me that it's not driving anymore, that I have to take over. And I was like, it was driving that whole fucking time? Yeah. On the highway, changing lanes, doing yeah. the, all Change, that stuff? Yeah, going from one highway to another. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I, I can't wait. I should get in yours and try it. It's, it's really crazy. Because I actually, I had a Tesla previously, I had that blue one. And then I, oh, traded, yeah, yeah. I traded for this one. That. Uh, I got the blue one in 2003, no, 2011, 2011 I got that car. Uh, and then no, this one I got- that early. Yeah, and this one I got 2013. I've had this one, sir. What? Hey. Got, got you had two. your truck in 2011. <laughs> I still have my truck. JD drives it. But you were driving your truck still. Because that's yeah. when I came to start working Rishi's and you had your truck Right, that's, ex day. that's exactly the time I switched it. Because oh. it was the year I got divorced. That's when I got the nice car. Gotcha. And, uh, the, uh, then they announced the auto drive stuff, and they, they told me that my car would not have the stuff to go fully auto drive, but the new hardware would. So it's like, this is like the most important thing to me. So I made the choice to switch up to the next one. And then two years later, they were like, oh, no, those can't go yeah, fully drive. Go. Now these new ones can go fully drive. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, well, they good. switched technologies that they were using for it. How yeah. does the car know the speed limits? I got I this debate it, with somebody the other day. It's, uh, it imports the data from Google Maps. So it yeah. is GPS, basically. Yes. That's why, like, if you're on 51st over here, yeah. eastbound between I-35 and the office, it thinks that the speed limit's 30, even though the speed limit's 40. That's annoying. I'm pretty sure mine's optical, so we should test that. Okay, yeah, because mine is, it, like, it always says 30. And then if you're doing, like, auto-drive stuff, it doesn't let you go too much faster than the speed limit. It's like, I, I never use it on this stretch because it goes too slow. Did you see that Elon Musk responded to Jack's tweet? 
<laughs> I, I did see, see that, that this weekend. Really? Yeah. I saw it. What was yeah. Jack's tweet? SpaceX? He about said something about Tesla. Stan- standardizing like his uh, uh, Tesla car so that whoever's key it is, it'll mm, change the like, seat. Custom seat for him, you know? It'll, they do that. It'll auto assign driver profile based on, we, on ours is different because of the phone. Right. Mine will do that. But it was a feature that they added. Mm-hmm. So if I walk up with my key fob, because Ashley is like five foot two, or I don't know how tall she is, five foot three? I think she's five three. Five three? She's probably five six. <clears throat> there you are. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ashley. Yeah, that's exactly what, J- what Jack's describing there. We're looking at Jack's tweet. When I get in after her, I get my knees and my chest if I forget, if I forget to swap profiles. Because you have to do it from the center console. I was th- thinking it would be great to either have it on the door, like a lot of cars have, or... You know, it have to do it automatically, and they update it so it just does it automatically. Mm-hmm. When I walk up, it's like I can watch my seat go back. Yeah, you can enable easy entry, but he's talking about just having the the profile set up automatically. It's pretty cool because then JD, when he learned to drive, he learned to drive on my car, and we just made a profile for him so he would get in, and just hit JD, and then put all his stuff in the exact same position that he had before, that he got used to. Very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Um, I got another thing I want to read here. Go for it. Uh, remind everyone, this episode of Rooster Podcast is also brought to you by Twenty Three and Me. Mother's Day is this Sunday, May 12th. Still don't have anything picked out? For a limited time only, 23andMe is taking $30 off of their Health and Ancestry Kit until May 13th. A 23andMe Health and Ancestry Kit is the perfect gift for Mother's Day. Celebrate what makes mom special with personalized genetic insights on her health, traits, and more. With 23andMe's Health and Ancestry Kit, she can discover how her genes may influence her health and more with over 125 personalized genetic reports. Mom is sure to discover a whole new way of understanding who she is. Uh, We've talked about 23andMe for years, even before they were a sponsor. I know my mother's always super interested in uh, my 23andMe results. It's not a bad idea. I might get that for her. Uh, with the most comprehensive genetic, don't, don't watch this, mom. Sorry, I'm not getting that for you. Uh, with the most comprehensive genetic ancestry breakdown on the market, mom can explore where her DNA is from out of over a thousand regions worldwide. You can learn about genetic similarities and differences between herself and relatives and opt in to connect with people who share her DNA. This Mother's Day, get $30 off 23andMe Health and Ancestry Kit at 23andme.com slash rooster. That's the number two, three, and me.com slash rooster. Again, that's 23andme.com slash rooster. Offer ends May 13th. So check it out. It's a good Mother's Day gift. Um, so I want to bring something up you talked about a few weeks ago, Bernie. No, this, and people are saying that active lane assist is not the same as, thing as self-driving. I'm telling you, I had this, I had this Kia, and I noticed that it was, had these features, because when I went to go change lanes, there was resistance to mm. it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, it feels like there's like auto drive on this thing. And so I then set it up, got in a lane, and then went, and then I just kind of like did the thing where you kind of hover your hands over the steering wheel, and the road took a curve, and it just went right along with it, and it just made the curve along with it. Wow. Great. great. Yeah. I don't know, uh, it was a stressful weekend, but uh, I don't remember if it would slow down for cars in front of it. I want to say yes. I uh, think that's a common thing, like adaptive cruise control is what right, they normally yeah. call that. Yeah. yeah, it's like two features. Lane assist plus adaptive cruise control basically means auto drive. Yeah. Well, not quite. It helps. But your car's not quite either because your car won't do the stuff that is actually auto drive. Like, you can't get in a Tesla, punch it in a dress, and it just goes there. That's auto drive. It won't make a 90-degree turn, Is that not instance. what you did? It, 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 it will on highways, but not on city streets. Gotcha. Right. Like you can't get to a red light and say, I'm supposed to take a right here. I'm on 51st and I want but to take a right on Lamar. As part, of their, do that. as part of their full self-driving demo day the other day, they did show cars. They did show Model 3s doing that. Point A to point B. Yes. Yes. It's With, capable of doing it. They just don't do it because as soon as one of those cars hits somebody, it's going to yeah. be There's regulation to get through yeah. and all this stuff. So 
Is there regulation or there's a lack of regulation? Right. There's, there's, there's regulation that they need to figure out. Yeah. I mean, especially with insurance companies. Insurance companies aren't going to let that fly. Like, who's liable at that point? Right. Who's going to pay for it? But God, God bless Tesla. I'm giving them a little bit of a hard time right now. God bless them. They're pushing the envelope on this stuff and somebody needs to. Yeah. Uh, as long as it, it, it is safe. It is safer. It yes. is safer. It is safer because, yeah. People are, people are surprisingly bad. Well, they're good and bad. Like, there's a lot of input you have to take as a human driver. There's a lot that you pay attention to. You would think that. We couldn't concentrate on all those things at once, but you practice over time. But then the problem is you get complacent with it. Oh, man. And then uh, you kind of take it for granted. Think about it. Chris would not be a superhero if that I woman know, had had that car. Because so, they would have stopped and not hit his car. A few weeks ago, you said something. Like Elon Musk invented uh, better enclosures for radioactive spiders. And the same thing. <laughs> you said, we should talk about the Spider-Man trailer in a bit. You said. I don't watch trailers. You don't? You don't? I'm going to watch Spider-Man. Why would I watch the trailer? Right. I feel like it's. I, I, don't watch, that... I don't watch next week on Game of Thrones either. I feel like those are the two different arguments, two different sides, where people who are big fans of stuff either love watching trailers and teases for stuff or mm -hmm. absolutely avoid them at all costs. Go back and watch the Thor Ragnarok trailer. It's every fucking major moment. Yeah. I watched that it. It didn't movie. ruin the movie for me in any way, shape, or form. That's true. I mean, not even plot-wise or anything, but you know you're going to see it, right? Did the Spider-Man trailer, it came out today, right? Yes. How did I, I feel like I've seen it before. I they, had, like they had a teaser before. They oh. did have a, another trailer okay, for this I movie. I was like, did I dream this? I do have a quick question about Spider-Man before you move on. Oh, no, I can't. Is the, is the, no, we can't talk about Endgame yet. Let's. Oh, we're getting close. Why can, not? Can, can we do a poll if we just talk about Endgame or not? It's the last 10 minutes of the podcast. I want to say two. The ban is lifted, but I also still respect our audience and people who haven't we're seen gonna, it. We're going to talk about Endgame, so if you haven't seen Endgame, fuck off. In, in a bit. We'll have a lower third. And no, right know. now. Get the hell out. <laughs> You'll know. You've, no, you've taken two weeks to watch no, the movie. I have something else I want to talk about first. All right. Fine. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll uh, save a, my question for A few weeks that. ago, you said... Bruce Banner. You would drink three-day-old coffee. Yeah. That you don't care. I don't care. Coffee's coffee. Coffee's coffee. There's three-day-old coffee behind you. Where? Oh, nobody... By the way, nobody noticed our Game of Thrones reference that we did today, where we put coffee cups <laughs> all over our table. We thought that was really funny, and nobody has called where, it out. Where is it, Eric? Oh, there it is. Where is it? Can I microwave it? Because I would microwave it. Do you want me to microwave it? Yeah, can you microwave it for like a minute? So where, where is this? How is it three days old? Eric made it on Friday, and you put it up there on the set with a lid, because that's what you said. Yeah, with a lid. You want me to microwave it? You don't want to just drink it? Drink it, drink it, drink it. Oh, God. Oh! It's totally fine. Yeah. That it's because it's water. What do you say about the cup? And Look at that. that looks fucking disgusting. It's fine. So microwave, 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 microwave it, though. Microwave, microwave it. it. It's coffee. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's coffee. It is just like dirty water. <laughs> That's what coffee is. Good call, Chris. It got uh, coffee bean flakes in it. I Three day that. old is a lot. That's a lot. I do a day old. I've had my house. two day old. Yeah. Well, I just reheated it. Iced coffee is just dirty coffee or old coffee, right? No. Isn't it? It's just old Not coffee. Cold brew. Oh, like good. if you had water in a water bottle, when does that water go bad for you? 12 hours later? Even that. I, I assume you like take a drink. You're, you're talking about hypothetical situation. I'll tell you, like a water you're, bottle from the gym. You open up a water bottle. You filled it from the tap. Okay, so it's like a reusable water bottle. Reusable yeah. water bottle. You take a drink out of it, put it down. Yes. Screw the lid back on. I'm, I'm talking about the kind where you like push the button, drink oh. out of. Um, oh, my lids. I don't know. A few days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is what's the difference between coffee? What's but coffee? It's, it's still not sealed. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Eh. It's got a lid on it. It's got a lid on it with a giant hole for you to put your filthy mouth on. I think it's totally fine. Yeah, totally I'm fine. with you. Right. Yeah. 
Should we start talking about Endgame? I, yes. Can we? Do we have a lower third? We're, ta- we're talking about Endgame. Endgame spoilers. Uh, well, you, this is not a spoiler, but I want you to want to say this. I want to respond to something because last week people were like, "Why aren't they talking about Endgame?" I'm not going to watch because that's exactly why there seems to be different rules for TV shows versus movies. Where a TV show, it's on at a certain time and everyone can watch it. There's not a limited capacity of right. who can watch it. So if you if you don't watch it, it's on you. But Endgame, it's a limited capacity. It only shows at certain times and there's only so many seats available. It's also three hours long. It's also three hours long. Big time commitment. And so, and it's also got to pay to go see it too. Mm-hmm. Some people get paid at different times. And going to movies is not fucking cheap anymore, that's for sure. Um, so that's why we didn't do it. But it's the same attitude too. It's like, it's the exact opposite. If we started saying Endgame and started talking about it, we'd have a shitload of people that would tune out. I don't like the fact that after something's out, we can't fucking talk about it because of spoiler culture. And I, my, I'm definitely, I got a week. That's all you get from me is a week. Okay. I felt like two the, weekends. The internet was really good about not spoiling Endgame. But not Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, they were like, blah, oh, yeah, blah, blah, they blah, go blah. right, right away. Because uh, I didn't see Endgame until the Tuesday after it came out. Which you didn't mention on the podcast, I didn't, so you hadn't seen it yet. I intentionally didn't chat to fuck it up. And last Monday, I did not look at chat at all <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> just to be safe. Because there's a lot of things people could have spoiled, and it would honestly. Yeah. Ruin uh, the experience. Here comes here comes the coffee. So thanks, boss. Question for you: We're now talking about Endgame spoilers. This is it. So spoilers. if you're listening uh, and you haven't seen it, close the podcast now. They come back after getting. Do you microwave with the lid on? No. Okay. The after plastic actually worries more than the old. Coffee. The Hulk does the snap with the gauntlet. Yeah. And the people come back, and they have this whole montage of people coming back and all this <laughs> stuff. This is later in the movie. And Peter Parker's back at school and sees Ned. Shouldn't Ned be five years older? No. So you corrected something that I thought about the movie, too. Let me let me explain why that could be. If Ned got snapped as well, they've both come back to a world where people are five years older. And when they see each other in the hallway, it's a relief that both of them are still the same age. Oh, I assume Ned was not snapped and Peter Parker was. You, I, you 100% get that vibe watching it. Yeah. But there could be the explanation that Ned was also snapped. We don't know. And yeah, we'll know once we see the movie. I assume they'll address that. Okay, that would make sense. Yeah. That was because bothering me. If they're going to stay the same age, they must have both been I th- snapped. I thought, right? uh, yeah, uh, Ant-Man seeing his daughter. Like every major character. After being gone for five years. like I thought that was a great moment where he's like, you're so... Big, like yeah. the, the how do you address like <coughs> you haven't seen your child for five years, especially that age? What was she 12 when he, yeah, left or something like that. she was like nine, she had like Thomas the Tank Engine stuff in the first Ant Man, yeah. Right? But, and then in the next one, she was like, what, like she's a little older, eight, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, I uh, overall, I hey. thought it was a great way to wrap everything up. I, I, I think we all got, I got a problem, we, we all speculated got that there would be time travel involved. No, I didn't at all. Okay, I, I I felt like that was a common theory. A lot of people I was actually really surprised they, they a lot of people they did a time that. travel story as their big wrap up. I was but like, that's fucking risky. It was great to see them revisit moments in old movies. It was, yeah. Until they got to Dark World, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna go back to Guardians of the Galaxy. Awesome, we're gonna go back and see. Uh, I feel like Big Lebowski, Thor, dude, how can you made say up that? for that though. And, but then <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, Dark World. Okay, there's so, many, there's so many great things in that. Though, like the Rene Russo scene where she knows that no, Thor's no, from the future. It, it ended up being yeah. great. But I was like, oh, Dark World. Like, like all the other movies are really great. You want to know the really funny thing about that? Is that at the end of the movie, uh, Captain America has to go and return all the stones to their time. He's got to he's go to the Red Skull and go, hey, yeah. oh, hey. And Red Skull's like, wait, where'd you come from? He's like, oh, we used the stones to snap everybody back from death. And Red Skull would have been like, 
Did I get this? Nah, <laughs> no, fuck you, bye. And then he, but then he's got to go back to Dark World and go up to Natalie Portman and go like, jab. <laughs> he's got to re-inject her with back. the red the uh, ether. Yeah, the yeah, the ether or whatever. You know what's it is. Yeah. Uh, crazy? If you go back and watch the Reality Stone. Um, if you go back and watch Infinity War during that Soul Stone scene where Gamora gets thrown off the cliff by uh, Thanos, if you look, spoiler. At <laughs> Shut the fuck up. If you look at this, the rock that she falls on, you actually see Natasha's blood on the rock where she fell. Same kind of blood, wait, really? really? Same pattern? Yeah, you see her blood pattern. Because she's in the past, but doesn't that defy then, their wait, past that, and change the future? Because she would have died before. It would have stopped so that from Natasha's happening. blood would have been in it. It's, there's blood on the rock. No, it wouldn't no, have. No, wouldn't have, because they put it back in place. So Thanos, Thanos still does the snap. Right. The, they didn't stop him from doing the first snap. The Gamora you get it. is the past Gamora who's now in the future. She, you don't, That's they, right. You don't bring her back, right. Okay, yeah. <sighs> but then past Gamora leaves her timeline and never ends up on Voromir with Thanos. <laughs> Right, but hold on. Well, they, they address that when they say that. Yeah, everyone needs a fucking hat for this. That you can't. That it's like Back to the Future style time travel. That your current self can't change the past for your future self. What? Right. I get what you're saying. So why would the blood from Natasha be there? Right. No, I'm. I'm, I'm saying that, that violates I, I, that. I, yeah, I, I, that it doesn't seem to make sense. Because the blood from Natasha kind of exists in its own timeline. It wouldn't exist in the Gamora Infinity right. and it would have been unless it was that. someone else's blood. But it, it was where been she fell. Assuming somebody else got it's the soul where, stone. It's where she fell. So I don't know how they explain that. I think they missed an opportunity to put Captain America in, uh, in a uh, Endgame. What do you mean? Because he has to go back to all the events. Like, so there's a point which Captain America is fighting Captain America. Yeah, a great scene. America's ass. Then there's another Captain America who's also was just there putting the stone back. Mm -hmm. Right? So there's three Captain Americas. Is he because it would have been after he, they took it. He would have had to No, where where do no, because where do they get because they lose they lose the Tesseract. Yeah, which, stone, key. which stone is he getting at? Which stone is Captain America the getting? Mind at that time? So the, the mind that, stone. That one scene has two stones in it. It's got the Tesseract right. and it's got his scepter, which is weird because the scepter's blue, right. but the stone is yellow. Right. That's one of the weird inconsistencies with it, or it's just a representation okay, thing. So wait, but then okay. So but, Captain America had to come back with take it. the Tesseract, they, they, not the Tesseract, because that was from the Howard Stark stuff. He came back at least with the Mind Stone. Right. The the Hail Hydra stuff. Yes. And he had that. He ba, had ba, 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 ba. blood. And that's Natalie Portman's blood? No, Natalie no, Portman, no. Sorry. <laughs> that's a big spoiler. Sorry. And Natasha. That's how Black Widow, Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson's blood. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it means. But, but then, so. Well, it wait, just means she died there you know, in the past. But if he took, if. Oh, wait, they went further back into the past before they had lost it. Never mind. I'm, I'm, I actually think the Red Skull thing could come into play because theory, this is all theory. Uh, when Captain America goes back to, to turn in the Soul Stone, to put it back where it was. I think it revives oh. Natasha. Peter Peter H in chat says, Cap put it back in the 60s. He put the Tesseract right, that's back the in tesseract, the 60s. You're right. He put the Tesseract. The, the Mind Stone he still had to take back to New York in 2013. But did he go back? Did they, didn't, they also, didn't they also take the Mind Stone in the 60s Can as well? We? Or did they only get that? No, the Tesseract is what they took in the 60s. Cap got it. That's why he was fighting the other Cap. Yeah. Because he got the Scepter. And then he used the Scepter on the old Cap to... The original Cap, he tapped but him on the chest. Why did they separate in the 60s? Tony Stark leaves, goes, he gets the Tesseract. I don't know, they didn't explain that. They were in the elevator. The pin particles. That's right. Listen, I gotta say, there's another inconsistency here. Barb kind of explained it to me, but let me see if you guys explain it the same way. Oh. 
I don't like when they set up very clear rules and then they immediately violate them themselves for no reason whatsoever. Um, like I complained last week in Game of Thrones, my problem was Ary Arya Stark is set up as this super stealthy character who can kill the Night King. Sorry for mixing spoilers here. Fuck you, you should've watched it. Uh, but then a scene earlier, they had her in a library where she couldn't get past like grunt level whites. Who were wandering around. She was not stealthy. I think in that it's scene. because after the red woman kind of reminds her of who she is. Right. Parts, she had a concussion, yeah. but then the red woman said, You're an I, assassin. And I, so that fucking cured I, her I concussion, apparently. I rewatched that and actually have something to say about that. Go ahead. So she was actually silent and stealthy around them. If you remember, she was so quiet that the drops the, of blood. The White Walkers are alerted to the drops of blood because the, the sound of dr blood dropping is louder than she's being. Yeah. So I don't think silent. the overall impression from that scene is that she was in control and that she was stealthily getting between everybody very easily. It seemed like she was in panic mode and she was unable to escape from that library. Am I wrong in thinking that? Yes. I felt different watching it the second it time. It just seems weird they would have that scene right before they have her in a super stealthy scene. Likewise, bringing you back to Endgame, what's the rules about the time travel? What's the rules with Don't Pim think too much about it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's one of the one rules. I mean, but they have like a, they have a mechanic to it. They have to go back to the 60s because they can only go one way one time because they they're limited on pin particles. They're limited on pin particles because Pim is snapped, mm -hmm. right? So they go back and they get a bunch of pin particles. But in the conversation where they're explaining that, Ant-Man says, look, we only have enough for a one-way trip and two test runs. And then he goes, shrink, and then gets big again. And he goes, one test run. He doesn't. But he shrinks. He shrinks and grows all the time. But he, he might not have been shrinking. He might have like zapped to a previous time. That's what I got from that. That's I. That's I what got Barbara said. I did not get that. So, yeah. so in that moment, when he said test runs, he just did a test run. Right. Like he went to another time but, and then came back. But they weren't ready. They weren't observing it. Okay. And, and testing. It, it. it was like an accidental. Yeah. Right. Because he seemed pissed about it. Yeah. But it's either a test run or the pin particles are what help him. Grow and shrink and can be used up, which they are. We know that from the Ant Man. It's probably not movies. to the extent needed for time travel. It's like a little bit of a use the full tank yeah. to do a time travel. Use a little sprinkling rather than yeah. an entire. Yeah, what I got was it was a quick time travel that yeah. was like unplanned, it was accidental. Yeah, but and then he, but he used the whole thing. Right, or it could have been a long one. He could have been gone two years. Right. Yeah, we don't know. Who knows? Came popping back in. What Here's my real problem with Endgame. Oh, I was gonna ask what your favorite moments were first. Bruce Banner doesn't wear glasses. The Hulk doesn't wear glasses. Why does Smart Hulk wear glasses? Because he's older now. Because <laughs> five years have passed. It's the Hulk, but that's not. You don't wear glasses because you're five years old. Hey, you did you get reading? Did you get readers? Yeah, reading glasses. I'm wearing reading glasses. He's wearing fucking gigantic Warby Parkers or whatever. Just All I say is, it's because they want you to know that you, he's Smart Hulk. You you uh you had LASIK and you're still wearing glasses. He's a fucking gamma scientist. Does dude. Bruce Banner not wear wear glasses? He does not. He's no, he wearing. Doesn't. In yeah. fact, I can point out a scene that illustrates he doesn't wear glasses. Thor gives him glasses that are Tony's in Ragnarok, mm. and he puts them on, and he says, "I think there's a scene in the first Avengers where he's working in the lab on Loki's scepter." Yeah, in he the, has glasses there. The helicarrier. Mm -hmm. I think he's got glasses on in that. But Bruce Banner does not wear glasses. Maybe, maybe he wears. He, and the Hulk maybe he wears contacts. Maybe he wears contacts. Yeah, that's that's the scene I'm talking about. That's the scepter scene. Maybe so he, he wears must contacts. wear contacts. Yeah, and maybe the like the people who could make contacts all got snapped. And they can't have contacts in that world anymore. Or they don't make like dinner plates. <laughs> yeah. Contact lenses for the cold. Favorite moments. Uh, I think he doesn't wear glasses. Look at any other probably picture of, uh, look up Bruce Banner on, on Google image search and see if he comes when, up with glasses. When Captain America's fighting Captain America. Yeah. And says, I can do this all day. And he's like, I know. <sighs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Everything, exactly. were, everything in that scene was great. There were so many wonderful Captain America moments. I think one of my favorites is when he wields the hammer. 
Oh yeah, for oh, sure. God. And the uh, th- that huge. was like I still get chills even just talking about that scene. And also the hail Hydra. Oh, I love oh, the way they so handled funny. that. <laughs> love the way they handled that because there's that uh, the comic the comic book yeah. where he says that and like to provide think, context for that in a different way. I think it was in an elevator as well yeah. in the comic. Maybe yeah. I believe so. That was perfect. Perfect. But yeah, the the fight where he's got the hammer, like his shield gets all fucked up and. There was a theory where it was Age of Ultron, right? Where he tries to look at it. he moves it, yeah. And it moves, and then Thor kind of has that moment of like panic. And then he like gives up. There was a theory I saw where Captain America realized he actually could move the hammer, but didn't think that was the appropriate time to right. show that he could. I think I read that. I, think, I, I, read, I read too that it was maybe like a humble thing of like, oh, I don't want to show this guy up. Like, yeah. He's not trying to like. Yeah. Yeah. And don't they have a moment in the fight where. Uh, like they get their weapons mixed, the Thor's like, no, no, give me the bigger one. Oh, the big one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get funny. why they did it in Ultron, but it would have been better for that moment, a little bit better if Vision had not been able to lift it. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same moment too when he's fighting with Ultron and he's vamping with Ultron. And then he's like over, he says, he goes, I can't, I can't keep this, keep distracting him this long, just do something. And then the Vision hits him with a hammer. It's like right at the end of yeah. Ultron when they're fighting yep. over the Sarkovia reactor. It was a really good moment when Vision picked it up, though. That was it, well, a good it way of demonstrating yes. how strong Vision is, but then he's a complete pussy. And, and, or that he's a noble person. He's not a villain because he's made from the Mind Stone. Okay. Yeah, I think at I that think it was, point... It was, it was to show he's worthy, right? I think at that point they were still trying to figure out what Vision was in the movie, right? Like whether or not they could trust him Yeah, yeah when right. he picks it up. It's a, to demonstrate in one moment, this is a trustworthy character. Nobody else, no other Avenger can lift this thing, but this guy's worthy enough to do it. Like, I had the feeling if you could lift Mjolnir, it wouldn't be heavy at all. Right. You know? It'd have some heft to it, but it's not like, it's not the, yeah. the weight of it. You wouldn't exert yourself. It's something beyond weight. I love when they use that mechanic, too, like in Ragnarok, when he puts it in the dragon's mouth, and oh, it like, yeah. clank. and doesn't he put it on Loki's chest yeah, to hold he, him still? In the first yeah. door, yeah. in the first door, he just sets it down and it's like, you stay here. Yeah. But it's not like crushing him, it's just yeah, he yeah. can't get up because it's on him. I was really hoping Loki would secretly still be alive. Like, he disguised himself as someone else. I mean, he... See, that's I mean, why he, I think he could be, but I, I feel like they would have revealed that this movie if it was true. Or they might have, uh, he might be back because of the snap. No, he, no, he was not he killed died, by the snap. He died before the snap. Yeah, but, but they could have brought him back with the nope. snap. <laughs> they said they only brought people back from the snap. They made a, a point about that. And yeah. he did try to bring Nat back. But she was killed because of the soul stone. That would have yeah, been that's different. A different I, I, my theory is that she is the soul stone. Well, is Gamora the in, soul stone? They yes. said that she was like in this, like they live inside of it or something. Like their souls are. A soul for a soul. That's soul all he said. So then, there are not multiple soul stones. Just every soul that has ever been sacrificed for the soul stone resides within the soul stone. Don't know. Don't know. Because it kind of breaks it if it's multiple ones. Or if it's in there, then you know, a soul for a soul maybe does hold their souls. But it's like you can't use the soul stone to unless you lost something. Get rid or to get rid of the like you couldn't snap back. Use the soul stone to snap somebody back who was in the soul stone, mm. right? Because you're using the power of the soul stone to do it. Although Thanos did use the thones, stones to destroy the th- stones. I can't say stones. The stones. The stones. <laughs> that was a shocking moment Thanos early in the stones. movie where it was very shocking. they find Thanos and then they just kill him. Yeah. yeah. Which is which immediately. Is, I, I read an article. The screenwriters like like they had this whole thing where they're like, well, he's this all-powerful person that's like unbeatable. Like, well, how do you make that interesting? And they're like, what if they just killed him, and then it's like now they have this pro- a new problem where it's like, how do we? Yeah, get- he's not a th- not the threat anymore. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Too, how else is. the two Thanoses seem like remarkably different characters. Mm-hmm. Like when you see Thanos watching himself die, he's like, okay, like he's totally cool with it. He's like, that's destiny. That's how I'm gonna die. Great. 
But I, was I, I think it's because he was successful. Yeah. He knew he accomplished the goal. He that's my destiny, and that's destiny fulfilled. It is insane mm -hmm. how overpowered Thanos is in general. That's why I thought time travel was okay. You already have essentially what is a wish machine. Yeah. You know, and it's like if you have that, then you know, I gotta do something. But Thanos' thing of like destroying the stone was fucking badass. Mm -hmm. That's like the fail safe. Nothing you can do. Did, I know you're gonna come for it. Did you guys see? Uh, I think it was in the Rishi subreddit that someone had a, a video of Jeremy showing up to an off-topic panel at RTX, uh -oh. I believe, wearing Iron Man's mask and the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I saw that. And they're just like, Jeremy predicted the end of Endgame. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that was uh, so. <laughs> when uh, Iron Man dies, spoiler. Um, <laughs> That's too late to say spoiler on that. Uh, so there's that moment where Gwyneth Paltrow's talking to him, and then Peter Parker like comes up and like shoves her aside to talk to Tony Stark. He's like, yeah. Hey, 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 I, I know your wife's here. But I'm pretty sure that's the opposite. Me, I'm pretty the sure teenagers. she shoves him aside. No, no, he like pushes. She's talking first. Then he kind of like comes in and uh, so. and has his his moment with uh, with Tony Stark. I thought. And then Gwyneth Paltrow then comes back in okay. for oh. the fight for when he finally does die. And she's like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. In the comics, Avengers Ultimate in that series, uh, that suit she's wearing is the suit he makes for Black Widow. Like uh -huh. they have a relationship in that whatever universe, and yeah, she has a suit, and they're like a duo, and they fight together. Wait, who? And everything. Gwyneth Paltrow's suit that she's wearing, it's like oh. a black and blue suit. Yeah, yeah. that's a uh, you know in comics it's weird because black and blue kind of like go together. You know, you, you, sometimes you can't be sure if something is blue or black because the highlights are all dark blue. Like Superman's hair, it's like there's oh, always those yeah. blue highlights in it just because that's that's the way they draw highlights in black stuff in comics. But, uh, yeah, I, I was I was super happy with it. I, uh, I The whole time travel thing I thought could have, like, really fallen flat, but I thought they did a great jo job with it. I thought that uh, the ending for Tony, I thought what Gwyneth Paltrow says to him is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. And Cap's ending is Fucking great. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. I oh, love, yeah. Love, love it. Well, yeah. they're like the two most like fleshed out, I feel like, of all the characters. Yeah, they were the leaders, right? You know, they like were the they... heads of the Civil War groups, right? Yeah. The two factions. Did you guys cry? Yeah, what are the, yeah, the Gwyneth Paltrow thing chokes me up a little bit because she's like, it, it, I, I, the second time I saw it, it really registered with me because when he's in their cabin or whatever, mm -hmm. he's got this great life and he's super happy. And I'm like, I mean, I'm in the theater going, dude, just stay there. Just don't, yeah. don't go, don't go. He you didn't really lose. I guess he lost Peter Parker. That's what he did. convinced him to do. Yeah, it. and they showed him that he, he did see the picture. But when he discovers, because I got it fixed with that Mobius strip model for time travel, uh, he goes, I could just put a pin in this. I could not talk about it. She goes, yeah, but then you'd never be able to rest. And the last thing she says to him is, it's okay, you can rest. You can yeah. Rest. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, Ashley was just like, boo, <laughs> the I, whole time. I started crying. At the Star Wars trailer, and I didn't stop. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't stop crying for the next three hours and ten minutes. Why? Because the Star Wars trailer affected well, you? Well, just like I get emotional over a lot of things. I'm kind of like getting into the Mariel realm these days. But the second, like anything that has like powerful music and like the way it's just edited all together, like the Star Wars trailer to me is just like perfect in that sense. Like they have such powerful. Um, Score to it and everything. So I and also just like being excited over the movie and knowing like I was going to experience something really cool. I was just emotional already going into the theater, and yeah, then I just didn't stop crying the entire time. But when uh, Cap and Peggy dance, like when he goes oh, back in yeah, time yeah. and you see them dancing together, I was like, oh, God. I mean, that's all he's Fuck wanted for like all of the movies. I the know. entire time. I know, and that's what that's what I think got me the most out of everything. Did you get the nuance too that uh, Bruce and Falcon are sitting there 
and they're saying like, okay, we'll know if this works in about five seconds. Uh, so see you soon. And then Bucky walks up to him and says, I'm going to miss you, man. Because like yeah. he, he, he knows knew. what he's about to do. He knows he's going to leave. So it must have filled him in on the plan. And I think Cap says everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And there's a... So, you know, he hands over the um, the shield to, to Falcon. I, I guess kind of making him the next Captain America. Yeah. But there is a Falcon and Winter Soldier show coming up that's going to be released on in Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay. So uh, I wonder if that show is going to be about... Yeah. Falcon trying to become Captain America? A lot of speculation about those things, right? Maybe they called it Falcon and Winter Soldier because they couldn't call they it could, Captain America and Winter Soldier. Right. Right? Because maybe now they can just change the name of it. Yeah. There was a know. slate they put up years ago of all the movies and included the... Oh, uh, shit. I can't... The name is escaping me now. It's a, the Eternals or something that they canceled. Oh, uh, yeah. But it was like... Everything was like... like uh, Captain America's was Captain America versus the Serpent Society and things like that. They were just names that they were kind of placeholder names, clearly. Right. I feel like Fal- is it Falcon's just kind of boring to me. Falcon's kind of boring. Yeah. Like, I, it's okay. I, uh, it's what's, what's his name? Uh, the the Tank Man or what? Hawkeye's kind of boring too. But oh, he, Hawkeye's terrible. But uh, it was pretty good in this movie. He like started with him and his family. This one. He was. Yeah. This is the best movie of. of Although Hawkeye. I was shocked that he didn't die and Natasha did. And oh, I was. Gen- I was. I was just like, well, a cl- I mean, clearly Hawkeye's gone there, here because uh, no one gives right. a fuck I, about Hawkeye. That was a big shock. I saw. I was like, Wait, he has a family. I saw that movie with Esther, and when we fi- when we left the movie, she talked about that scene in particular. She said it was like watching They Live and watching Rowdy Roddy Piper trying to put the sunglasses on Keith David. It's like the two of them fighting yeah. to see like who's gonna die. Like each of them wants to die. And it's just like this long drawn out fight. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah. But it was a big deal to her, the debt that she owed to Clint. Mm-hmm. She was she talked about it before, like the red the red in her ledger thing. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. She yeah. talked about it to Loki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh when she tricked him, but it's a it's a real thing with her. I will ask this though. Why can anyone pick up an infinity stone in this movie? That's what Trevor kept asking. Right. He's like, you're not supposed to be able to touch them barehanded. I mean, like, the first time we ever see one in the collector's, like an actual stone, the collector opens up the thing in Guardians and his assistant grabs it and literally explodes. And then at the end of that movie, Peter, who's part God. They make a big deal out of big it. Big fucking deal that you can't grab these. But then like the ancient one goes, here's the time stone. And Bruce is like, thanks. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait a second. Yeah. At least they just carry this. It wouldn't take much to have like a little thing. They go, got it. Okay. Because right. I mean, the Tesseract, everyone, anyone seems to be able to pick up the Tesseract. Nick Fury can pick it up. But it's it does seem the weird. Cat the cat, well, the cats, the flirting. <laughs> I also thought Captain Marvel was used very well in the movie. She but, wasn't overbearing for a new character, like somebody who's like, I, I got the feeling she was going to be very front and center mm-hmm. in an Avengers movie, and she was she not. She showed up at the front and at the, the back end. Very so there well was used. a weird moment where, um, you know, they, they, they have the gauntlet and they're like trying to get it through, and they give it to Captain Marvel. And I forget who it is. So I think Peter Parker asks, like, how is she going to get it through? And they're like, don't worry, she's got help. And like all the, As the if female characters. She fucking right. needs she, help. And I was like, she just flew through a giant spaceship and like destroyed it. Oh, like, but that was a cool scene though. Right, the but. The power scene? Oh no, it she, was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool, but if anyone doesn't need the help, it's Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that probably the one Avenger who needs no help. Right. And yeah. maybe like Vision. But, well. Cute consistency though, in that, even in that scene where Peter Parker's like in the crater holding the gauntlet. Yeah. Is uh, he, whenever he meets somebody, he introduces himself. I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. he goes, hey there, Peter Parker. Because like he does that with everybody. He's like, hey, I'm Peter Parker. I'm Doctor Strange. You know, like that. Oh, whole yeah. thing. A really it's, a, it's a running bit that he has where he introduces himself. I like. Who that. do you think is the strongest? Who's what? The strongest. Out of all Captain yeah. Marvel. I mean, it's got to be Captain Marvel. <laughs> who, who's the strongest? Yeah, I guess so. 
Captain, there's something special about Captain America, though. Like, yeah. that's, that's unquantifiable with the whole thing with Mjolnir and stuff. He, just like, I think he became my favorite Avenger in this movie. Yeah, he's such a hokey kind of like, you know, kind of old school yeah, he's character. So, he's so square in like the yeah. early movies. I and love he really it. grew. So many of the characters are really boring, I feel like. Like Thor is like, in, in the, theory, a really boring character who's actually one of the best because well, he's like... The, he was the comedic, super boring at first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it took him a, a while. It took him a few movies to come they around. They gave him a lot of really good comedic. Yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah. Like it was, it was, I think it was probably one of the first the first Avengers movies, maybe the second one, when he started to really start to flex as a funny character. And man, obviously in this one, he was over the top funny. Mm -hmm. Well, it's really badass that early in the movie that shocked me was when Captain Marvel is uh, talking about, you know, well, you didn't have me when they went to go fight Thanos. And Thor gets up and he hasn't said anything at all the whole time. And he gets up and he walks over to her and he like holds his hand out and Stormbreaker comes in. That fucking thing is huge, dude. Mm -hmm. I had no idea it was that big. Like even seeing Groot interact with it and everything. But when he's like holding it there right next to both of them, I'm like, God damn, that thing's gigantic. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still don't quite understand how she couldn't be stronger against Thanos. Yeah, I, I, she I kind of struggled. Yeah, she struggled against him a little bit. And then he did the thing where he punched her and she didn't flinch. And that was really cool. But um, I was like... Why well, did she get so affected by him? He ha did have the gauntlet at that point. Did he? Yeah, yeah he was. He was because trying to get he it because he was about to snap and right. she stopped oh, it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, she stopped the snap and then he took the power stone off of the ring and held it in his hand and punched her with it. That was fucking badass. That was very cool. And that was, that was like the only demonstration in this movie I felt like that showed how powerful an individual stone is. I think once they got the gauntlet together and it became the, the wish machine, mm -hmm. That uh, the power of the stones really didn't become important, like why they could grab them and stuff like that. But they're individually so incredibly powerful. I almost wish in that like that running with the football scene where they got a yeah. gauntlet, they're passing it off to Black Panther and to Captain Marvel and everything, and they're all tossing it around. I almost wish the stones had been split up at that point mm. and that individually people were using the different stones. But any one of them, you know, the 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 power stone destroys entire planets. They touch to the ground. That was whole uh, Ronan the Accuser in Guardians. Right. If he touched it to the ground, it was going to destroy all of Xandar. Which got destroyed off camera off anyway. Ca <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like as a footnote. Oh, yeah, they, killed, they blew up Xandar three days Last ago. Last week. Yeah. What? It's literally like we started is, a is story. Is John C. Riley okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his, and his family and everything. Yeah, like, like, that was the whole point of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Did Xandar come back? That's an interesting question to ask. No, because they weren't they snapped. They weren't snapped. It was just the snap. So Xandar's still out of commission. Right. Christ. Oh, that sucks. All right. Him. Well, it's about time to wrap this up. I feel like there's so much more we can talk about. Good talk. Oh, four hours we could probably talk I about that. I think I'm going to go watch it tonight. All I right. kind of want to see it again now. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for watching for 10 years if you've been here. If not, where have you been? Uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Smart Hulk is a poser. Bye. Bye.